Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to the new snowy edition episode of Breakfast with Boom. Of course, I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and we have an outstanding show set for you today. As you can tell, I literally put as much as I could into the thumbnail to let you know that you were going to have a killer show. Uh, we have some gears. Uh, Hive Buster DLC playing in the background. I also have the new trailer for a second extinction. Uh, we have uh, the new trailer that I'm going to be playing of Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. And I also have an hour's worth of new footage from Assassin's Creed Valhalla that will be playing. Um, obviously, you can see a couple of times I get wrecked in this uh, this um, in this <laughs> in this part of the uh, Hive Buster's DLC. But listen. We're, we're going to get into the intros now so we can get right into the topics. Uh, first, we're going to start with my very good friend on loan from PlayStation Nation. Please welcome the subtle voice of the trophy room, Mr. Bad Bit. Uh, boom, I'm here to be a kid now and a squid now. <laughs> That's lovely. First and foremost. Some dude. You told me we're talking about some Splatoon. And I had to get this hat that I think I believe I stole from a GameStop. Dude, so, that so, is the freaking coolest hat I've ever seen. Yeah, so <laughs> here I am letting my freak flag fly because you know what? Again, I'm a kid now, I'm a squid now, I'm a kid, I'm a squid, I'm a kid, I'm a squid. If y'all don't know, I love a good Splatoon. Look at, look at that over there. That is that's, nice. That's, that's, a good, that's, a good, that's a good looking head. I got to tell you right now. Yeah. I, you know, I try my best. And don't worry, I got I got more gadgets and gizmos to show off. But you know, I'm happy to be here today. Today's about having fun, you know, yeah. about being a kid in a squid. Yeah, we're and actually you know, we have a lot of really interesting topics. Uh, one of which, of course, we're going to break down first the uh, the Nintendo Direct. Uh, but we're, we're going to I'm going to come at this from a different angle because everyone has been talking about what was there. I kind of want to talk about what wasn't, and I think that in itself is really the story. Uh, mm. We're going to be talking about how <laughs> Phil Harrison, you know, thank goodness he's no longer with uh, Microsoft, literally said he blames Microsoft's Bethesda acquisition for the closure of the divisions for Stadia. It is preposterous i have the quotes that i'm going to be reading live on the air and of course we're going to be talking about ninja gaiden which i am through the roof excited the master collection which is the trilogy remastered and we're going to be talking about second extinction and i think that this particular uh second party exclusive for xbox is going to be a much bigger deal than many people expect as a matter of fact i would even dare say joe that this has the potential to be one of those neo-esque um uh playstation exclusives but for the xbox and i and i think that at least i hope we see more of that because, quite frankly, uh, one of the things that, as we know, as Xbox gamers, yeah, one of the things that they hang their hat on, so to speak, is the fact that multiplayer, you know, the community playing with one another is a big deal. And Second Extinction mm -hmm. 
has basically that written all over it. But we'll get into that in a second. I do want to say one shout out to one comment. Rain of the Third Eye. What's wrong with Joe? Question mark. Rain, I've never been more free in my life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he is. BitCloud Gaming, 84 on the scene. Yeah. Okay, we got the full crew here today. BitCloud, we'll get to you in a second, brother. I'm glad to see you here. But Dreadpool, first of all, first and foremost, folks, Mr. Dreadpool, it's his birthday. So let's uh, let's celebrate today and put some happy birthdays in that chat. Uh, how young are you today, Dreadpool? Circa 1973. Nine, good Ooh. for you. Good on you, brother. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I've been around the block. <laughs> yeah, we well, I I'm still I'm still the oldest bastard here, but yeah, happy birthday, dude. Thank you so much for taking the time to Thank still you. hang out. The Even world is new with Xbox pimped out Kane. Yeah, yeah. Your next birthday. <laughs> yeah, that'd be yeah. great. That would be kind of cool. That'll work. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, thanks so much for being here, brother. Can't wait to hear your opinions as always. Look forward to uh, getting uh, and uh, breaking down some of these big topics. Next up, Crispy Bomb. Obviously, you know, he is our resident chainsaw cutting, gears of war playing professional. Welcome back to the program there, bro. Oh, good morning. What is up, chat? Happy birthday, Dreadpool. Happy birthday, bro. And uh, yeah, I've actually been playing less Gears and more Division 2. The Division oh, dude, I'm so addicted to it. It's yeah. it's obscene, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, And it's just so much fun playing with your friends. It's just, it's a great time. And, you know, it's a challenge, too. And that's, that's I think, why uh, we're just enjoying the heck out of it. You know, it's funny. Uh, I've been playing so much footage that I literally, uh, as soon as I dropped Mrs. Boomstick uh, at work, I came running home to record some new footage because, you know, it's all I've been playing is a division. So, of course, I got some gears in there. I got some uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I'm actually kind of mad that I didn't record any division, not because I miss playing it, because I do. I actually, I, I was talking to my, uh, my brother this morning. I'm like, dude, all I can think about is freaking division two. But I have the hunk outfit from Resident Evil, Mr. Death mm. himself. And running around this hunk, I'm going to tell you this right now, is dope as F. I'm just so excited to play this. But let's I continue with the introduction so we get right into it. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of Resident Evil, one of the bigger fans in the community also representing, and we'll be talking a little bit of uh, Dino Crisis maybe as well, Big Cloud Gaming. Welcome back, my brother. Ah, good to be back. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Saw that Happy video on the, on the, yeah, you know what? Big props to you on that video you dropped the other day about the uh, successor to Dino yeah. Crisis. Man, my hype level went through the roof with that. The only downside about it, though, um, it's first person. It's so first you're, person. Yeah, yeah. the only downside. Yeah. A lot of people might say it's Turok. <laughs> a lot of people might yeah, give it Turok. You know, here's the thing, and I thought about that as well, and I said, you know something? Maybe we don't need uh, a, a first-person Dino Crisis, but then I remember saying we don't need a first-person Resident Evil, and they did it, yeah. and it was fantastic. It all comes down to execution. If you can knock it out the park, I mean, we'll forgive anything, you know. Resident yeah, Evil is sure an example of that. <laughs> like just well, the dad. Be- like who would have thought the dad would be the creepiest, uh, one of the creepiest characters in Resident Evil history, and one of the go funniest. figure, right? Like it went <laughs> exactly. When you- yeah, when you look at the, all of the different BOWs over the years, you know the Tyrant, the Nemesis, and it, oh, Mr. Dang. X, and, and just keep and uh, uh, William Birkin, mm-hmm. you know, you, there's just so many of them. But yeah, he was a he was a creepy 
uh, MF, and when he chased you, you got scared. Like even in the opening one, when you're running around the house, and yeah, you have, to open, you have to open up the, the the lock on the floor. I remember actually Dude. sweating. <laughs> Dude, he he did. He not only was he like he got your blood rushing kind of thing. He made you laugh, especially when he like destroys the table and he goes, "Oh, damn it, how am to fix this?" <laughs> when, you, when you get away from him, so that was oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Well, listen, folks, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for being here. As always, uh, Breakfast of Boom would not be without would would not be a great show without you guys. And of course, I want to thank the the wow, 115 people already here. Only a few minutes in. Let's get right into the the uh, the topics of discussion. And we're going to start off light. Now, normally, Nintendo isn't one of the bigger topics uh, on, on many podcasts, but it, you know, r- you know, whether you love Nintendo or you hate it or you're kind of lukewarm on it, it's still relevant. And I kind of want to break down what happened um, at the direct. Now, what's interesting about this particular official full on 50 minute plus Nintendo direct is this is actually folks, if you didn't know the first time they have had a full-on direct in years. As a matter of fact, I was listening to Kind of Funny, and they were talking about how um, the last time they had a a full-on direct like this was, I think, in September of 2019, which is Mm -hmm. bananas. Um, And you know what? Again, we've seen Greg Miller and Tim Geddes talk about it. We've seen... Uh, just about every big podcast talk about what was there. And really the highlights of the show are, of course, the HD remaster of uh, of Zelda title that a lot of people passed on. I never played that Zelda game because I didn't like the controls. So I, for me, it's going to be a new game, which is why I cannot wait to buy it. Uh, of course, they made a, the surprise announcement of Splatoon 3, which I was very shocked. That we're getting one. And I, I mean, it, two is rather old, so it makes sense. But I was shocked that it was there. Uh, for me, and I like, like of course, Greg Miller got excited. He got really excited for Mario Golf. I don't know how many people enjoy yeah, Mario was, Golf. Was I really look, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be honest. The the running around, swinging the, uh, the, the, you know, the sticks in multiplayer gives me personal nightmares. Here's a, here's a story. When my, my, my mother and my father took me and my brother, we, we, I must have been about seven or eight. My brother was a little younger. And um, when I saw this, I, had, I immediately hearkened back to, uh, I believe, what, what was the golf, the, the miniature golf place called in City Island here? And it's uh, uh, Turtle, Turtle, Turtle something. Turtle Cove, I think it's what it was called. And why I have nightmares is because my brother was a very impatient bastard. So mm-hmm. smaller. He's swinging the, st- the 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 golf club back and forth, trying to hit the ball like a lunatic, and d- he misses the ball. But who does he hit? He hits his brother, me, mm. square in the forehead, and I had a cocotazo the size of a golf ball. And all I remember is crying like a little baby. I think I was like five. I think my, I might have been like six or seven years old. And I didn't beat him up then, but rest assured, he got an ass whooping afterwards. <laughs> so when I saw the, the you know, the, the multiplayer mode, I was like, you know what? I think I'm not going to play that because I'm going to have nightmares. But I do want to talk about Joe, and I want to go to you first on this. You see, mm-hmm. it's easy to talk about what was there, and quite frankly, that was a lot of filler, in my opinion. 
but I want to talk about what wasn't there. And the major titles that I missed from this, and that I was I was absolutely expecting one hundred percent, was mm-hmm. Bay- some information on Bayonetta three. We didn't get mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild two. We didn't get it. We got an apology saying, "Oh, we're sorry, we, we know, but you know, we'll get, but we'll, 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 you know, we'll come back to that at some point." But here are the two that are been that, that for me as a fan of Nintendo, as a fan of this character, of this series, of this uh, incredibly long running franchise why didn't we hear about metroid prime trilogy and why we did not hear about the 3ds port of the new metroid game that should be on the switch is beyond freaking me so joe i know a lot of people were disappointed i'm gonna be honest i was what were your thoughts on of course the nintendo direct it was really bad (laughs) <laughs> Listen, you know, some people say, Joe, when you talk about Nintendo, you kind of, you, you, you look like you're going mad, right? Because I love Nintendo. I was a Nintendo kid for, yeah, what, up until the Xbox came out. So, like, the NES to Super Nintendo and 64, that was my jam. Even the GameCube. GameCube's one of the most... Um, uh, one of the most remembered, because I remember there was like a meteor shower when I was waiting outside the Toys R Us in Wayne, New Jersey. Rip, you suck. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that, that those were the times. And so for me, I'm a lapsed fan. I came back with the Switch because like the Wii wasn't for me, obviously. I wanted, I wanted the Wii U to be a success. It just never was. And so like for me... I, I, you know, I've been wanting Nintendo to have a win, at least in my heart, for a long time now. And Switch was out for a very long time. Like, Splatoon 2 is one of my favorite, just Splatoon in general. That was, like, the only game I played on the Wii. But, like, Splatoon 2 is one of my favorite multiplayer games of all time. I love Splatoon 2. And you might say, Joe, why? Because, you know, you're just playing with kids. It's the same reason, and, and it's because of that. Because like, how many times you're in a restaurant, these kids, the table next to you are being loud or obnoxious, or the kid in Walgreens is crying like a baby because he didn't get the thing you wanted, and you just want to backhand them, you know? You know, you want to just, like, punt a kid around. That's what I want to do, and Splatoon gives that to me, you know? Punch a child. And so I love Splatoon 1 and 2. Seeing Splatoon 3, I got pumped for. Mario Golf has never been for me. It's never spoken to me. Um, but I'm, I'm open to, to give it a try, but yeah, this, this direct overall was really bad. And I think that's like the common consensus here is that Nintendo's really got a stranglehold on the market for, for the weird game, game ass games of, of video games. And I think when we think of the audience that was the switch in the beginning, it really isn't that anymore. And so I think the people that fell back in love with Nintendo with the switch are kind of weaning off of it, like off the hype. And that the people that enjoy those video ass video games, that's what Nintendo is going to have. And those indie titles. So when they said that, Oh, you know, this is our, for our first half of the year. First of all, that was a fucking lie. But, uh, and you're, and you're seeing like, yeah, yeah. Where's the bigger titles? We're just seeing a hodgepodge of like a lot of indies. Why isn't this an indie world? Um, it just felt a little all over the place, messaging wise. So, like, honestly, it was a mess of a direct. Um, a lot of these could have been tweets. Um, I don't. I don't feel like 
I don't, I, especially for the 35th year of Zelda, which I understand will probably get a mini direct focusing on the Legend yeah, of Zelda. Supposedly, Joe, what yeah. they're saying about the, the, the Zelda stuff is that they have more to announce. I, I think Twilight Princess is getting the HD. I think uh, yeah. uh, uh, Wind Waker, Wind Waker yeah. is another one that is probably going to get its third iteration, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I think it's just a weird way of opening up this show that we were all like, again, it's gamers' expectations. We were all expecting something big because it's been so long. But kind of like what I said in the beginning of or, or the last show is generally what you want is what you don't get. Um, so, like, we kind of had these overblown expectations that weren't, weren't able to be matched by Nintendo. I don't think they ever would have been matched by Nintendo. But there's just some other like weird things. It was just a weird feeling direct that I felt like I wasted, for the most part, like 50 minutes of my time. The one thing I do want to highlight is when they're talking about Skyward Sword, um, I love that they pretty much go in with the attitude of like, yeah, I know this is not the one you wanted, but hear us out. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> And, uh, it, 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 it seemed like look. I'm going to be honest with you. Thank yeah. God that they added the fact that you can that you can use uh, <clears throat> the controller. But I mm-hmm. gotta be honest with you, dude. Having you to use doing the right stick. Yep. Man, show like we talked a little bit about this last show, but like, and then this is the end of my rant. I promise. But um, how Nintendo will literally let you pay sixty bucks for what is essentially. Let's be uh, real. A lazy uh, port. Yeah. It yeah. is a lazy port. Yes. Yeah. So, so, you know what was a lazy port? The three Mario games for $60. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you'll do it and you'll buy it. And that's what makes, I think, Xbox so awesome. And even to, to a certain extent, PlayStation really awesome. But more so Xbox on the one point of like, they'll make sure that your old Xbox games play even better than they have before. Like, like preserving that history of gaming and making it even better and then like seeing this i love seeing the screenshot of demon souls remake on you know side by side of like sony will charge you 70 bucks for a game that's totally rebuilt and reimagined from the ground up and here's nintendo and he just sees link really like fudged fudged up looking like yeah at least they're quote-unquote competition at least tries to go back to the well and try to modernize it where nintendo won't even do that they'll be like here's a here's a game from 2009 um it's only running better because of the processor uh, of the switch it's not a whole lot better here you go oh this the swings are on the analog stick whatever and and kind of just walk away and you're you're going to buy that and I think it's that it, Nintendo speaks volumes to how full of shit I think a lot of us are. Where we're just like, this is awful, but here's my money. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so don't you know? buy it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, listen, it, it's, uh, you know, again, I, I have said this on publicly, I've said it privately, I've said it on public social media. I yeah. know that I'm an, essentially part of the problem. Like, if I didn't run to the store, and buy Mario 3D World like it was a new title, then maybe mm-hmm. Nintendo wouldn't put it out like that. But I'm just such a fan of, uh, of that particular game that I was so excited to get it. In fact, I bought two copies, one for me and one mm-hmm. for my nephew, <laughs> including 
the two Amiibos and a new Nintendo system, which I didn't need, but I bought it anyway. I mean, listen, it is what it is. But uh, let's get our Big Cloud. Big Cloud, listen, we've seen PlayStation shows. We've seen Xbox shows. We've mm-hmm. seen some Nintendo Directs that are freaking fire. This yeah. was not one of them. What are your takeaways from this, dude? I mean, there's a few, honestly. Now, we just literally just recently all came together, did we not, to combat the price increase for Xbox Live Gold. Now, we all the that argument that we correct. all made. Yeah, yes. the argument that we all made is that we're not paying more for essentially is considered what? Mediocre. So the fact that Nintendo is trying to sell you Skyward Sword for $60 and the only thing you're getting out of this is an HD remodel is ridiculous to me. Now, to go even further to this, too, with the show, um, see, a lot of people had crazy expectations. I honestly didn't. I didn't really care for much because I didn't think Breath of the Wild was going to be here because of how quiet they've been. And when he came out and said that Breath of the Wild wasn't here and that you're going to get some information later on this year, it was kind of weird. But what did shock me was that we didn't get no information for Bayonetta 3 or even Metroid 4, Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, that mm. was another one. That yeah, you was know, another I one. That didn't even have it on the list, and that's a big one. Yeah. And absolutely. I'm like, Nintendo, you've been, I get it, Nintendo, you're in cruise control, right? You're selling like crazy with the units. You're selling. Okay, fine. Nintendo has like the easiest path, if you think about it, to greatness right now, with just the games they got by themselves. You mean to tell me you don't have anything in store for your future? You have nothing to show right now? Yeah, and these are the big games. And granted, people can talk about the ports. I mean, my thing is this: you can port whatever you know. PlayStation does it, Xbox does it, right? But here's the thing about those ports: they go all out. They bring them, you know, up to date. They give them features X X Y Z. You know, they'll they'll go with the ray trace and whatnot. Nintendo's giving you the bare minimum, not even trying. And then that one game they decide to go, yeah, this is going to be our big uh, star of the show, which is Skyward Sword. Nobody's hyped for Skyward Sword. Why not go with the other games? <laughs> Why not do that? Why not just come out with a $70 collection for Zelda? Why not? Just yeah, do that? that would have been actually much better if they would have put two or three games in one. Exactly. Package. Give yeah. all three. You know, you showing off a bunch of Joy-Cons with the Skyward Sword logo on it doesn't really make me go, oh, my God, this is game changing. It's not game changing. I will give them yeah. one moment, though. Um I forgot the name of the character, but he's being added or they're being added to Smash. That was actually to honor Etika. So that was pretty cool that Etika got his wish uh, after all. Yeah. The, oh, the, the, the sword ladies. Yeah, the sword ladies. Yeah, that was um, Etika actually wanted those. He lobbied for those characters before his passing. And so oh, they, cool. the fact they did that to honor him was, was really that was, cool. Uh, yeah, Etika, yeah. I, I didn't know who he was. I hate to say this until yeah. after I heard, I started hearing the stories of, of what happened to him. And yeah, he was a big, big Nintendo dude, like really a big Nintendo guy. And what's crazy is he was ultra. And like when I saw some of his stuff, I was like, man, this guy is really freaking good. Yeah, his, you know, the way he expresses himself. So yeah, that that's. I mean, again, I, I, I now did Nintendo actually say they did that for him? No, nah, they just, they oh, just okay. I, I, everybody, I, everybody pieced it together. Yeah, you know, I'll really be honest with you. I wish they would have said something like you know, in honor of someone that was right. one of the biggest fans uh we did this that would have been really epic but nintendo's kind of crummy sometimes you know what i'm saying yeah. um it, but uh just, you know i got the um and god rest his soul but i got the uh god i forgot the name the guy who used to run nintendo um reggie not reggie but the other guy Alana? 
a wada, a wada. I got a wada vibes when he said, please understand, you know, wait <laughs> for yeah. this. That's what I got. I got to rest a wada soul, but that's literally what I got when, when they talked about Breath of the Wild. And it's like, at this point in time, Nintendo, you need to be continuing to raise the bar, so to speak, what you got on the market. Bringing back old games that did not sell at all because of the Wii U is not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Yeah. And, you know, again, I well, see that, but, you know, there's going to be the guys who pay it, Right? Mm-hmm. I said, like, the, the crazy thing is it is cutting it for them. Yeah. Like, these, the, the, again, like, they already said, like, um, uh, Mario th- a 3D World sold more in like the first three three days yeah. that it, it had on Wii U. Like, yeah, it, it's crazy. I'm so confused by Nintendo fans, Joe. I really am. Like, they'll you yeah. think they're with all of us? Like, we want the same uh-huh. thing. We want at least some, some value in the market, and yeah. then they'll go and just buy like the most high price, mediocre, tr- you know, type of uh, experience, yeah. and then they'll talk down about that if it's offered on Xbox or. You know, PlayStation. It's, it's weird because it's so like weird. It's like there's Nintendo really is in its own field because like when I see yeah. Nintendo content creators, it's they're not they don't give a shit about the teraflips or teraskips of anything, right? They're just like, what? Well, I don't why like why why does why does he see, whatever? I don't care. Uh, why why do you think that we're not hearing about a Switch Pro? I mean, yeah. because they are making money hand over fist. That's like another I said, thing, I too. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think that was going to be here at all. But I was like, a Switch Pro, they don't need it. They, they don't need it. Right here's something yeah. towards like the end years. of the year, for sure. That's like two like years something. away, my honest being, bro. I don't even think it's a year yeah. away. I think it's two years away. I I think we're going to we're we're going to see something probably the end of this year. Because it is getting, it'll be like five-ish years old. Yeah. So like, maybe, or maybe beginning of next year, because I'm thinking of Splatoon two, and I'm thinking of Breath of the Wild two, of yeah. of those games kind of being the launch into whatever the Switch Pro is. Yeah, because it's like I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know how long they can hold out on this uh, Switch <laughs> Pro. You yeah, know, I'm not saying 4K, right? I don't think any of us are expecting 4K on no. the go. I don't think any of us would even want that. I think either 1080p, obviously that's going to be the case. 1080p on the go, and then like maybe your beefier dock that can hopefully push the games to 1440 max. Yeah, that that's yeah. about it. You know, beefier internal 60 FPS. Yeah, that that's all they really need. They don't need anything else aside from that. But that switch right now, as of right now, it's bare bones even compared to the Vita. And that's yeah, a yeah. shame that I'm saying that. That's a shame. Vita yeah. is long gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go go figure. I mean, the Vita had 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 opportunities, but it just it just it never caught on. And, and the switch just man, it just it just does not stop selling. But crispy bomb. Before I get to your brother, let me thank a couple of super chats that came in. Elk dude. First of all, thanks for being here, brother. Definitely appreciate the generosity. He says the Switch has been turned into an old game emulator for the lack of better words. Appreciate you yep. guys. Well, we appreciate you too, and you are a hundred percent right there, Elk Dude, for sure. And another super chat came in from. Let me see if I could find it. Okay, yeah, here we go. Smitty Smith, our brother, bringing us back to church once again. He drops an outstanding. Final super chat says, "Good morning, everyone, and happy birthday." Mr. Dreadpool. Thank you. Um, but Crispy Bomb, again, we talked about what was there, uh, for the, and, and a lot of it was filler. The fact that we don't know about a Switch Pro, the fact that we don't know anything about Metroid, it's like they didn't even bother, which PS, by the way, 
Metroid turns 35, the same as Zelda, this year. Mm -hmm. And I understand that you can't have so many anniversaries in one shot, but when is Samus going to get her due? It's just, it's it's like one of those franchises that Nintendo doesn't seem to give a flying F about. And the Metroid Prime trilogy that has been rumored to be, have been made its debut, I think it was two or three Game Awards ago, is still not here. To say I'm disappointed would be an understatement. Well, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, the one game that everybody keeps asking for and they just keep not doing Uh this is no surprise to me, even Nintendo. I, I've lost interest over the years. Uh, I really lost interest after the Wii. Um, the Wii was kind of like this amazing thing at the time, and it, it really brought a lot of people together. I feel like the Switch could really bring back some of that, but the problem is they're really just kind of rehashing these games like all the time yeah. now. And it's it's one of those reasons why I haven't like even had any interest to get a Switch at all, because... You know, like, my girlfriend's son has one, and he doesn't even play the, th the darn thing. Why am I going to play it? I mean, I, and you have to understand, like, I've played Nintendo for so long in my life that, like, it, me going and playing some of these games and feeling like they're nearly playing, you know, what they were, it's a little sad to me. I don't even want to experience that. As far as the Nintendo Direct, I didn't watch it. I had enough reactions from the people around me. I'm like... This is a waste of my my 40 minutes of my life. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, you know, that's not to say that they can't they can't turn, you know, uh, uh, you know, to some new IPs and stuff. They they have made IPs. They made Splatoon, you know what I'm saying? So it, they need to start thinking about, you know, bringing out some new stuff that will pique my interest. They need to bring out a Switch Pro. They need to they need to revamp this thing a little bit. They need to get rid of this stick drift problem that continues to happen, and especially in the light. They need to yeah. they need to work on this. And and if they don't, and and you know, huge Nintendo fans continue to purchase these mediocre products, that's on the Nintendo fan. I mean, I, I'm not gonna do it. Um, that's just like you know, Xbox. They have done a lot of things that we have called out. PlayStation, same thing. Like you see the the thing going on with the stick drift over there. People are starting to call it out. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not going to sit there and hate on it. I mean, we've had issues on Xbox side too. So, but at least you're calling it out. At least you're saying, hey, you got to fix this. This is not right. And if you know, huge Nintendo fans, people that just have a Switch, if you're not going to say nothing, there's not a whole lot. We, you know. We're not in that community well enough to really, you know, establish something because you really don't have many people speaking about anything on Nintendo side. So when we do, yeah. I mean, hate it or love it, come on, man! Like you gotta, you gotta call for some more. You gotta, you gotta I, get I something. Think on. I think Nintendo fans are necessarily they, they are again they're very different consumers than us because a lot of them are just like. Yeah, cool. I'm in. <laughs> like a lot of them are just like, okay, I'm. Yeah, it's awesome. And I'm like, okay, so like, to us, if that's them setting the bar low, then really just Nintendo's meeting that 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 lowered expectation, you know? I mean, or like, yeah. Nintendo like this sucks, and then Nintendo's like, well, we're gonna Nintendo. They're like, okay, I'll buy it anyway. It's like, well, you know, you're right. There's things like lower your expectations, and then and then they're just not having none to begin with. Like that's why yeah. I think what's going on with them. Like, because honestly, I hate to say this, but if this was Xbox or PlayStation, we wouldn't hear the end of this type of conversation. Yeah. This would have been like, you know, what I mean, there would have been a row session, unlike no other. 
if that was yeah, either no, company. I, I agree. I, I definitely it's think crazy. that there's a double standard for sure. No doubt. It is. It's like, can we like, can we stop? Can, can we seriously stop? Like, like Nintendo needs a wake up call, a massive wake up call. It's it's not being nothing's changing for the better at this point. Yeah. Yeah, really? no, absolutely. Like no, no, that I mean, online again, infrastructure boom is an insult to anybody. Yeah, yeah. Have y'all seen that infrastructure? Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's so it's, it's, it's bare awful. bones. It's, it's like, it, what it, are you it's, doing? It's, you know what's crazy? It's even beyond bare bones. It is. It is. It's so ho hum. Yeah. It, 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 it seems as if, and I think everyone will admit this, it, that it seems as if, like it's an afterthought. Like, oh, we just need to say that we have online, so whatever yeah. uh, gum and straws and sticks we can put together, well, there you go. You know, take it and like it. Dreadpool, let's get your final opinion on it and move on to some of the bigger topics. For you, I mean, you're an older dude like myself, so you grew up on Nintendo. Does Nintendo need to do better? And what are your thoughts about what wasn't at the Direct more so then what was there? Well, as any company, uh, it doesn't matter if it's Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, Amico, or any others previous and after. It's gonna. They always need to do better. You know what I mean? And going into the direct, I had no expectations either. You know, I, I've always said that. Right? Don't expect anything. Hope you know. Pray for the best. Prepare for the worst. Right. So. Um, I had no expectations. I was excited to see what we saw. It was cool to see, you know, the new stuff. And, you know, it it, it would have been nice to see some other stuff from Zelda. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of people were hyping themselves up to, to see this. Yeah. This is what we're expecting, you know. But do you want another Mario port that was poorly done? You know what I mean? So is that what you guys want? Yeah. It, it shouldn't be what you want. You want something more. You know, just because we put a, a little bit of lipstick on a pig doesn't make it uh, a beauty queen. Yeah, I'm just, you know, <laughs> That's a good it's just, one. <laughs> it's just facts. I mean, yeah. we need to expect more from them, you know, and you guys are right. We're not going to see a Switch Pro or Switch, um, as somebody else has commented, uh, XL yeah. or a new Switch or, you know, or Switch New, whatever you want. You know, Still, any of those um, acronyms that they always keep on slapping on there. Yeah. Know, yet again, lipstick. Bro, um, Nintendo still hasn't even looked for an, a solution for online voice chat. And they're talking about, like, MOG plays and stuff like that with Splatoon. Like, come on, man. Yeah, see, and that's 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 the thing that I've said from the get-go. This is, It's horrible. You know, e even at that price, yeah, not having a proper solution just because you could say, okay, we're technically online. Okay, well, yeah, I can technically charge you for internet services and say, well, you technically have internet. It's just you, you got to come here and log into my Wi-Fi, and that's yeah. when I give it to you. You know that doesn't make sense. So, and that's that's where you know, unfortunately, Boom is one of the problems. You know, he goes out and buys the games. You know, but the thing is, he also he wants to support the stuff. And this is this is where it's a catch twenty two. You want to <laughs> support these games. You want to support the interest to to continue for the new games to come out because if they don't get that support. Then they're not gonna. There's there's no interest here, right? There's no interest in Metroid because it doesn't do good in this market. There's no interest in this game because it doesn't do well in this other market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's that catch twenty two. If we go out there and we buy and stuff, then yes, it shows that there's interest in this game. Then let's go ahead and make the sequel. Okay, let's let's get that sequel out there so they can buy the next rendition at full price and. Unfortunately, some of these games you got to remember, 
um, not everybody's played, right? There's the next generation that we keep talking about um, that are coming up behind yeah, us. And, and see, that's the thing. Like, I never played Skyward Sword. I never even bought the game. You know what I'm never saying? Like, it? No, people, there are people, no, I've never played it because I did. I did. I was turned away by having to stand there and swing my weed my my nunchuck i, I didn't yeah. want to do i wanted to play like a traditional game and nintendo took that that away from me so i was like well i'm not i'm not going to get into the zelda now right see and that's so technically that game is brand new for you even though it's an hd um i wouldn't even call it a remake or a master it's, or any re it's just, it's just an hd add-on <laughs> it's really they, they just they just spruced up the the textures that's it. You know, yeah. it's the same game. Nothing more. And, and, but that's, so it, yet again, that's that, you know, Catch-22 that we're talking about. You know, Boom's never played it. Some, you know, a lot of other people have played it. I haven't played it either myself. So the interest would be there to go ahead and get it in any way. So, and that's where we kind of have to figure out how to voice our opinions properly to get it out there and saying, hey, look, this is great. Thanks. But we need more than just this. We need the next game, and we need to still support the games that they're putting out. But yeah. un unlike how they're doing it, and how Xbox and PlayStation are pushing uh, better frame rates, better better visuals, text textures, and such, you know, for their newer consoles, because better infrastructures moving... for yeah. streaming. You know, they just yeah, they stopped their all Every the whole streaming, project. Streaming so. the interaction of everything online, they <laughs> they keep on progressing that right. They're not doing that. Also, like I'm sorry. Yeah, it, 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 just, I just got side sidestep uh, for just a second here. Did y'all see the Apex Legends? Like, no. like this color? What Woof. That I because the question was, how are you gonna get this game to work on an X uh, or sorry, Nintendo Switch? Uh -huh. It looks like everybody yeah. has a texture. Wow! Yes. Wow! <laughs> they toned it down that much to get it on. Oh man! Yeah. So it's the Witcher. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Wow! <laughs> it, 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 like I'm, I'm very curious how that game's gonna gonna run, but like have that audience because you need sixty players up for that game. Yeah, ain't no way you're gonna be cross playing with that. I don't think cross plays on Switch because there's no way that thing's getting sixty FPS. And just like the 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 again like the online infrastructure of the switch, uh, coupled with the the most people are going to be playing without an Ethernet cable. So like you're going to be playing via the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And the Wi-Fi card in the switch is a mobile card that is like worse than what you would get on a mobile uh, uh, phone. So it's like a lot of their decisions don't make a lot of sense. Three yeah, no. G is cheap right now, so. Uh... Yeah. If, if they would have yeah, waited like it. a year before they released that system, they could have came out with like yeah. I remember that one little device. It was called the UFO. It was in R and D. It was 1080p. It was like a Windows uh, I think so. PC on the go, basically. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah. the UFO. They could have went with that. That could have done 1080p, all that jazz, all the bells and whistles. They could have had everything ready to go in that. The only downside behind that one, though, if I remember correctly. It couldn't do 60 at 1080p, but honestly, I mean, 720. <laughs> that that yeah. would have been your answer. That would have been your answer right there. Yeah, it, it's a rough one. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, all I know is that 
we we everyone walked away disappointed. Nintendo should needs mm-hmm. to do better, and I think we need to hold them accountable for sure. Yeah, but what I want to do is I want to move on to uh, now. This is a smaller topic, but it's it's a big one for me personally, and that was another surprise announcement that was there at the Nintendo Direct. But it was it was afterwards that we had confirmation that it was coming out to all of the consoles. And, of course, I'm talking about Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Yeah. Now, what I want to do is I want to bring up the trailer. So I'm going to pause this, and I'm going to switch it around because that trailer was dope. And if, if you are a fan, if you are a fan of Ninja Gaiden, you've been waiting for us to be able to get a new one. If you watch the, uh, the end of the trailer, it suggests that something else is coming. But here's the thing. You know, Joe, I saw your DM to me where you yeah. let me know. At first, we didn't know it was coming to the Xbox. We thought it was just going to be, you know, typical Sony release and, and Nintendo release. Turns out it's coming everywhere. Thank God, because I would have I would have probably just bought it on another console, but I, I want to play it on my Xbox. I mean, for me and for a lot of people, Ninja Gaiden, it, it's, it's, its heritage started on the OG Xbox. Mm-hmm. Now, the versions that we're going to be playing are the Sigma ones that were released on the PlayStation. A lot of people don't know that on PS3, Sigma 1, Sigma 2, and then, of course, the last one, which which Razor's Edge wasn't terrible. Hopefully, this is the better Razor Edge than, than the first release. The first Razor's Edge Ninja Gaiden 3 was freaking awful, and they fixed it. Um, I'm super excited for this. It's coming out June 10th. Obviously, it's remastered. Uh, and all of them are remastered. I hope that they're not lazily remastered, Joe. I mean, some of the the screens, they don't look, you know, like Resident Evil 2 or, you know, or or Resident Evil 3 remakes. They, they, this, this looks like it's going to be rezzed up a little bit. This could be the lazy man all over again. It could very well be, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm so excited to be able to play. As Ryu Hayabusa, I th- I think what this is going to tell us. If you look at what it said, like I said, it had that little you know like Marvel esque end trailer yep. of the trailer where it says he has more work to do. It suggests to me that we are going to get this uh, this um, uh, multiple times, and I'm and I'm I'm happy for that because I'm a big fan, Joe. What yeah. are your thoughts on this? Again, maybe not the biggest announcement for a lot of people, but certainly a big announcement for people who are fans of the series. Is mm-hmm. this the prelude to a new next-gen Ninja Gaiden? This is definitely the test to see if there is a hunger for the series. But kind of like the Anamusha, uh remaster, where it's like, yeah, we'll maybe bump up the textures, but it's pretty much uh, just a... A port of of the the first three games, so that's pretty much what I I can tell of this at first glance. Is just like they're just seeing they're just seeing the temperature in the room more so than oh we're we're, we're gonna get everybody back in. They really want to see hey, is there room for this game now that we have the the Soulsborne esque series and now seeing like you know Team Ninja doing you know games like Neo Neo too. So you know it, I think it's them. Testing the waters more than anything. Um, that, that's what I see. And maybe it is just a simple cash grab, but from the screens that I've seen, it is very not. It, it's not even a remaster. It's it's just like we're porting these three games. It's gonna be on your Xbox, your PlayStation, and your Switch. It can't be a full remaster because I think the Switch. 
Yeah, I so, agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they could get yeah, a port, but you're not. Yeah, and and you know what? Like I said, at, at this point, I'm happy because we're getting it, and yeah. and what that tells me is that there is potentially talk on a, 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 an actual next gen, um, you know, uh, sequel or reboot. Now, if you guys remember a couple of years ago, and I called this, and I'm still and I'm still holding this because I got I had gotten a tip. That uh, that Microsoft approached Team Ninja to do at least a timed exclusive on a new Ninja Guide. Now, is that going to happen? I don't know because obviously, when you get tips, some things are you know m- most things don't come pan out. That's just the way it is. But you I know mean, what? It, you know, to add it, a little context, to what you just said, though, I mean, a lot of stuff has been adding up recently. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, no, it, it could very well be the case, bro. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even. Take all my stake out of that. It could happen, honestly. You know, and again, I'm, I'm still I'm still running strong with it. You know, for you, Big Cloud, obviously, you know, you are a big Souls fan. You're a big fan of Bloodborne, and of course, so is Joe. Um, and the start of what made those games the difficulty mm-hmm. that we know they came from the Ninja Gaiden series. If you don't know, Ninja Gaiden Black was unbelievably hard, which by the way, I beat yep. that on the hardest level, which is why I don't understand how I don't have the patience for Souls games, but that particular franchise... I mean, when, when you take a break from them, it's like, you know, you kind of lose the... You, know, yeah, that you lose it. I, listen, yeah, I'm the old man in the room. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you take that long hiatus, like, well, it's kind of hard to get back in them. But uh, I'm happy for it. Like, I, I even basted my uh, Neo 1 characters, like, design off of Rio Habusa. I actually have that. I actually sent it to you guys in the DM. Yeah, yes. It looks dope as hell. That's why I literally based my character off of. I was like, this is uh, awesome. <laughs> as far as when it comes out, you know, how they're going to do it. I hope they do a full-fledged, you know, I hope they go all out. If this is just like a, a sign to, hey, guys, yeah, it's not the full-fledged ray tracing, right? We're not going all that just yet. This is just a taste of, you know, this is like a, a trip down memory lane. And then we're going to hit you with what's possible with the character now. Then, okay, I'm all for it. Honestly, yeah. but yeah. you know, just don't do a Capcom. Right? Capcom got his hype for Resident Evil Four, and it was like, oh my god, we're gonna get the full fledged remake, and then we got it. It was like, um, Capcom, Oof. I have this on PC. Yeah, <laughs> like what's what's going on here? I so, mean, listen, like I know, I know Joe, you mentioned, and that was a good that was a good uh, mention. Uh, the Animusha, which I beat, I I I bought it, I beat it, I loved it. It was, but it was twenty bucks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and I think it was Capcom's way of just kind of testing the water to see if there is a fan base for it. There, there is. And we, we, we know that they are working on a new one. I wish they'd do the same thing. I know this is going to sound, uh, you know, uh, you know, cliche-ish based on we want better, but I would take a remastered Dino Crisis so, so they can test the waters to see about making a new one. And I think a lot of these HD remasters that you're seeing are being done to see if there is a fan base. And and, and I think something like this is going to sell. I, I really do. Uh, I mean, think about what we're getting this year. We're getting a Ninja Gaiden trilogy. We're getting a Mass Effect trilogy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't even know what else we're going to be getting. We could be getting a ton of other older games brought forward. Now, I don't, I don't, you might want to add this to with your point. Do you think this is the generation that we're going to be seeing a lot of successors? I absolutely do. I I, I, you know, you mentioned that in the DM, dude, and I think you're on to something with that. As a matter of fact, I'd love to see you do a video based on it because I think I really think you're on to something. I think that what you're going to start seeing is 
developing uh, developers or smaller studios mm-hmm. that are just tired of waiting for an Animusha. They're going to do it themselves. It's not going to be called Animusha, but it's going to be right. a spiritual successor. Uh, you're going to see Dino Crisis, like the, the video that you did about that new game that's mm-hmm. like Dino Crisis, except it's first person. I think you're going to start seeing... We got the um, the OG creator giving us uh, Dead Space reincarnated yes, with yes, uh, Kalisto exactly. Protocol. It's like... Yes. It, uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I put it to this way. It, you know what? It's exciting for old school fans, but you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. As someone that has mm-hmm. a love for this industry and loves to see the little guy, because we're all little channels, right? We we're yeah. all trying to be, be become big channels. And how do you do that? Well, you got to put your foot forward and start a channel, and then put the work into it. What I'm hoping to see is some of these small developer studios that we've never heard of take a shot. At an Animusha, a Dino Crisis, a Ninja yes. Gaiden, and say, and, and then of course the community will respond in kind because they're gonna be like, we want these. And then of course they could be cult classics, they could be good. Hell, they may even be approached by a Capcom or a Team Ninja to say, wow, we like what you did. We don't have the time to do it, but do you wanna do it? And they go and they make it. So we don't know what's gonna happen, but I, I'm interested to see. Uh, what this turns out to be. Again, I think Joe's on to something. To me, just looking at the trailer, and I've watched the trailer a dozen times, it does look like it's um, a ho-hum port. But I'm going <laughs> to buy it because I'm a fan, and I want achievements, and I want trophies. Hell, I might buy it on two consoles. I don't know. But let's get to um, uh, Crispy Bomb. Crispy, listen, this is this is a collection that a lot of people have been asking for, and people are now going to get it. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, give them what they want, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I remember playing the first one. I don't believe I played all three. Definitely not. Uh, definitely a, a time in my uh, my gaming where I was jumping all over the place. Uh, Blockbuster was still somewhat alive, and, you know, you could just go and rent whatever you wanted. So it would be like a, a five-day spin on some of these games. I don't even remember playing half of them. But I definitely, uh, definitely interested. Hopefully, it's it's more of you know they kind of really go through the whole game, all the games, and kind of make them better, like throughout you know everything, controls, everything. Uh, hopefully, it's not what Boom says, just a you know half half ass port. As we like, I to hope call not. It. Yeah, because yeah. especially for your sake, Boom, because I know you're really excited for this. So. Um, you know, it, it it's great for the community to get these these games. They're getting rehashed. Um, some of them are probably going to be better than others. And this year is the year where you're going to be comparing, you know, the, the Mass Effect versus the Ninja Gaiden versus, you know, just it, we're going to see all these games that are, are you know, spiritual successors. It's, it's going to be an interesting year. Um, I don't know if it's a little too soon for this because really, I mean, we're still seeing both consoles getting optimized for. But hey, you're getting you're getting uh, some games you've been asking for, so I think it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think we're we're all, uh, listen again. If you uh, this is not a game that's going to be for everyone, but I think that if you are uh, missed out on this series, this is a good shot to a good time to jump into it. It is unbelievably brutal. 
uh, very gory, limbs are flying off all over the place, and the boss battles are reminiscent of 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 what you get in the Souls games. I mean, they're not. I don't know if it's as challenging. But it is definitely will give you a run for your money. Uh, Dreadpool, before we get to you, brother, let me thank Avacaba72 in the chat. He drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, I guess people who said that the Xbox Series S would hold back gaming because of the RAM didn't factor in the Switch doing it. And that's pretty interesting uh, because, yeah, uh, the Switch is the lowest common denominator. And we're seeing that uh, games that are coming out are being... I mean, you, I think they're worse than bare bones. And I, Joe, I'm interested to check out that Apex Legends thing. That, that you, I, I want to see what you're talking Woof. about. Yeah, I, I, let, me, let me try to find it on YouTube. Maybe you throw it up on the stream. I don't know how Streamlabs works, but it's rough. Yeah, I can I could share the screen if you have it. Just uh, mute it on your end. But uh, Dreadpool, for you, is this, is this a game that you're a trilogy you're going to pick up? Or, or, or are you gonna are you gonna stay? You know, I I can play a Ninja Gaiden one and two right now on my on my Xbox for free with backwards compatibility. Um, yeah, it's gonna be one that I'm looking at buying. Um, you had mentioned about Xbox communicating with them. Um, I'm gonna throw out that conspiracy theory of uh, Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, it it could be something like that. We'll have to wait and see. It'll. It's just how soon do you want it? Right, if you want it right now, then you're probably gonna have to buy it right now. But this goes back to earlier how I was saying, you know, if you don't support games when they're being mastered like this, uh, it doesn't show that there's interest for the, you know, Ninja Gaiden Possible Four, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the other catch yet again. You know, this is a prime example. We all love this, you know, and we want to see, you know, a four come out. We want to see something better than what they did with three. But we want to see something, right? Um, now, the other thing is, we we're talking about the um, lazy remaster, right? Does anybody remember how well this game looked on the OG Xbox? Yeah. Does anybody yep. remember how it looks on the series? I'm sorry, on the One X uh, with the you know tech that they put behind it. Yep. So, a lazy port of this one would still look a lot better than if I don't know Nintendo put some uh... effort in Mario. Just I mean, saying. I agree, kind of depends. It, it really depends, honestly, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, look I mean, what they did with Apex. I just saw what Joe was talking back, and yeah, ouch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at. I'm literally ouch. watching it right now. It's pretty bad. It, oh it's, my god, it's like, pretty awful. Snapshot. You're like, okay, okay. Like they're firing the Spitfire. I'm like, okay, all right. And, and like, woof. Like it's <laughs> oof. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, definitely not good. But listen, it is PS1 what it is. graphics, guys. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh so I mean uh, so obviously uh, Dreadpool, you're you're gonna pick this up. Uh but but again, w looking at the screen, we don't know how it's gonna run on either of the newer consoles. I do hope that it is somewhat up res in a way that it does look uh not blurry, you know, like not you know, yeah. no, no choppy I'm edges. Sure. Yeah, I'm um, sure they'll clean it up. Uh yeah. You can't have something like this. Especially with PS5 and series that we're gonna have very, you know, like like that lazily. I mean, as good as the games looked, up converted, and, and you know, with the the four sampling, whatever. Uh, I forgot what it's called now, but anyway, with everything that they're doing to upres it, you know, this will definitely be a lot better. 
than what with the yeah. old games were. Okay, so oh yeah, I think so for sure. So, so would you guys I, say I, um, remakes over remaster in general? I I'll take a remake. Yes, I would yeah. rather have a remake for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that's 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 one of the the, the things that I like about PlayStation is like every every so often, yeah. they you, they give you these cult classic games, and they 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 really do the best to to polish them, but to give you the same feel as well. Like whether it's like Demon Souls, whether it is the um, the the Ico collection, like you know, they mm. do things to really, you know, get you invested in some of the the, the more niche titles in their catalog. And uh, yeah, see, that's the only thing I don't like about um, like a remaster is it keeps the controls there. That's why I like remakes, yeah, because you can fine tune the camera controls. You got to remember, twenty years ago, camera controls weren't there. It wasn't like that big of a deal. Yeah, it was you know just I mean? one it was shot. So primitive. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to stuff like this, this is what we talked about before with Mass Effect One. You know, the yeah. very first one, we want better controls. You know, that was kind of why some people lost Mass Effect because they're like, "All right, we're at one, and I, I can't do this." And everybody's like, "You know what? If you haven't played it since then, jump into two, start from there." Yeah, I mean, there, there's a reason for this. You yeah. know. There's a lot of people that weren't accustomed to those style of games back then with the camera controls and, and some of the other controls, you know, but where we're at now. So bring it up to date, not just visually, but physically for us. You know what I mean? Let, let's yeah. get that feel that it's still the same game, but yet we have better control now so we can actually play the game a lot, a little bit easier for for everybody, not just the old timers, not just for the newcomers, for everybody. Right. And that's that's where that that thing is a fine line of how much does it change from the game because you've altered it so much. And when they do something like this for Ninja Gaiden, I don't think we're going to have that much of an issue. And that's why, yeah. you know, when it comes to the visuals, I think it's just cleaning it up, you know, maybe get some more um, enhancements on there. So that way, you know, the Jaggies aren't there, you know, just a little bit better. Uh, I think we'll be fine, and and at the price point, I mean, think about it. Let's say it's uh, let's say they release it at sixty bucks, three games for sixty bucks. I know. Yeah, so that's not a bad deal. That's, that's actually yeah. not a bad deal. Right. You see, so I mean, we got to put it in perspective. We're not looking at one game being like that. We're looking at all three. Yeah. So you know, we kind of have to when when it comes out, we kind of have to make that um, that choice and see what what the actual options that they gave us are at this price point at this visual at this you know what i mean there's there's a little bit more to it before we can just say plain and simple oh it's a lazy dev or you know well fuck if it's 30 bucks fine 30 bucks it is that's ten dollars a game exactly that's the other thing if the price matches um what Quality. you see go for it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that, that i agree, I agree. Yeah, and and again, if if we do get all three games for, I'm assuming sixty bucks, it is twenty dollars a game, <clears throat> and and again, for me, I'm going to play those like they're new. Uh, I'm happy that we're getting Mass Effect because Mass Effect trilogy. I'm going to play like it's a new game. I'm going to run through that series. I loved it. Oh, absolutely, uh, I've beaten yeah. each one of those multiple times, and I will play this uh, running on the Series X. Uh, is, as, um. Any of you guys looking at uh, Rockstar's latest collection that they're coming out with, supposedly, where it's GTA 4? 
I heard uh, about that. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're making money too. <laughs> it's nah, just, the reason I said that because remember you said like you'll pay, you know, if it's like twenty dollars per game, sixty dollars. Um, what if it's like more than that? What if they go for the seventy dollars price? Yeah, yeah, you know, right? yeah, I'm gonna That's have to. I'm, I'm waiting for a sale. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would pass on that because GTA Four, not one of my personal favorites. Uh, I don't know if they could remaster any of the older ones. I think they would look unbelievably yeah. awful. Uh, and then they wouldn't be worth it. I think the closest one that they could potentially do is four and all of the DLC. And that's something that that company, 2K, uh, they would uh, th- they would charge 70 bucks for that game. Uh, mm-hmm. And I and I would I would skip it because I bought uh, GTA five multiple times like everyone has. I mean, it's the reason why they sold 100 million copies yeah. of that. game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, listen, you know what? Again, this is a small topic of the day. I do want to get to the one of the big ones. This this one, <laughs> this one is a conundrum, folks. Uh, and we're going to be talking about Stadia. And before Oof. we get into um, exactly <laughs> what Phil Harrison, ex uh, Phil Harrison of Microsoft, had to say, um, you know, I was doing some research on this particular topic, and what I found to be pretty heinous is the amount of mass layoffs. And, and, and here's here, this is how the story is broken down, folks. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go from top to bottom on this. Developers at Google recently uh, formed the game studios were shocked to know February 1st uh, that they were notified that the studio would be shutting down, according to four sources with knowledge of what actually transpired. Uh, but here's where it gets disgusting. Just the week prior... Google Stadia Vice President and General Manager Phil Harrison sent an email lauding the staff on their great progress and success with Stadia. And then the week next hit the same group of people with mass layoffs. And it was announced that it was a part of an apparent pattern of Stadia leadership not being honest and upfront with the mm-hmm. company developers, many of which had upended their lives and careers to join the team when it was originally announced. Now, here where it, this is where it gets crazy. Stadia Games and Entertainment has made great... This, this is the email he sent to the people. Okay, check this out. Stadia Games and Entertainment has made great progress building a diverse and talented team and establishing a strong lineup of Stadia-exclusive games. This is from Harrison's personal email he sent to the company. This was on January 27th. According to the sources, we will confirm the SG&E investment envelope shortly, which will in turn inform the SG&E strategy uh, for 2021, and that includes objectives and key results. Now, of course, the the student um, Kotaku ran this story. They're the ones that broke this first. They they reached out to Google, who declined comments. Now, five days after that email, Harrison appeared to reverse course completely. 100%, a, one, a complete 180, announcing in a public blog post that the head of Stadia Games and Entertainment, Jade Raymond, left the company and Google would not be investing further, bringing its exclusive content from our internal teams uh, at SG&E to a close. 
Mm. Wow, Joe. I mean, first of all, Jade Raymond is a name. If you don't know where she started, she is a talented and very, very smart woman in the industry. I don't know where she's going to go. I'm hoping that she, uh, Microsoft picks her up and, and gives her a studio and make whatever you want. Here's a bag of money. I don't know what that's going to happen. Maybe she has enough money that she could retire, but she broke out. Uh, and Phil Harrison has once again done his due diligence to ruin another company. What happens next, Joe? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's, you know, I think what's, if you're Microsoft, you're in the best position right now, right? I think if you're Stadia, I don't see the future, even if it is just like we're going to be um, just a library of games, right? Like when they're just like, oh, we're still going to be pumping out you know, 100 games this year. It's like, well, yeah, PlayStation and Microsoft are pumping out hundreds of games this year. Like that, that doesn't show that you have life. I, you know, a, a lot of people, this was the, the, the fear of, of Google and maybe even yep. the expectation of Google of just like this thing wasn't a runaway success at start. So we're just going to up and abandon it. And um, I don't know. Do you want me to talk about a little bit about the uh, Microsoft buying Bethesda thing? Or yeah, you yeah, no, no, yeah, please, by all yeah. means. Now, 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 before you get to that, let, Before, me, please. let, let, me, yeah, let, let me paint the, the picture. In the same conversation, and this is where it gets crazy, Phil Harrison actually said this, folks, where he blames Microsoft's acquisition of ZeniMax and Bethesda Studios as the one of the main reasons to mm -hmm. close down the game development uh, aspect of Google Stadia. I mean, and he said that, folks. I, I mean, I, I, if you want, I, I'll go, Joe, I, I'll, uh, what do you call yeah. it? I'll look for the quote exactly. But yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, hit, on that, hit on that particular point because it's ridiculous. So I think, I think what Philly Eagle says, I, I, I like this. The failure of Stadia is 100% due to, due to Google. It has nothing to do with Microsoft uh, due to the failure with Stadia. And I think they're absolutely right there. This isn't necessarily, you know, you could call it a scapegoat if you want. But, like, this isn't because, you know, of X uh, of X Cloud or, or Game Pass, this is Google's poor step out of the gate. When you have the CEO of a company step out, and the first thing he says when he's going to sell you on a gaming service is, "I'm not a gamer." Like that's where you have the first stumble. Is all these things that you're doing just seem like little cliches that you think gamers would like? Um, you know, Phil Harrison. And Co, I, I think the biggest problem with Stadia was the lack of investment. Like they invested on the tech, but they didn't invest in the games, right? Like the tech is there. Google has a very capable streaming platform. Same with like Amazon, same with Microsoft. And so they just saw this as an opportunity to go, let's break into this other industry, see where we can we can go but they didn't understand that you need a footprint and you need you need a, a proof of 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 concept in order of to, to to execute your vision right so you can't just go like yeah we're gonna be here it's like 
okay, but why should I, why should I be, be here with you? So I think if I, I was Stadia or if I was Google, you know, I know like the rumor was that they were kind of talking to Bethesda. I don't really know if that's accurate, but I think if you are Google, you just saw Microsoft lay down billions of dollars for a big piece of the pie. And you're just like, if I'm Google, you're like, okay, shit, <laughs> you know, like, like, okay, this company's really serious. Okay. This company has a streaming platform that uh, people are really gravitating towards. And if you're taking a look at it through Microsoft's growth via game pass versus Stadia's growth via Google, uh, was it Stadia pro? Um, you, you could kind of see the writing was on the wall for them. So I don't think it's just, just because Stadia saw Microsoft buy this thing that scared them. It was Stadia saw the investment Microsoft made and saw that they would have to do something even bigger and said, this isn't worth it. And that's what I think really was the dis the the nail on the coffin more than the deciding factor. I think the dis I think I think as the year went on, when they had those little Stadia directs, um, and you saw only like a couple thousand people in that chat, you know, like I, I saw like the streamed numbers uh, on YouTube were like twenty thousand uh, at, at watch time, and like that's and like how, how YouTube even works when it comes to streaming is like those numbers are bloated. So like it's really like when you're taking a look at like twenty thousand people streamed on YouTube. It's probably more like five five thousand people actually watched, and when you could see on um, just like the PlayStation end, like a hundred thousand people came to watch Death Stranding Womp, hundreds of thousands of people came to watch that Nintendo Direct, and you could only garner five thousand folks to watch this worldwide. Yeah, it's bad. So it's bad. Yeah, they, Joe, it, Joe, it was, it was point, interesting. To your yeah. point, Joe, I found the exact quote. Okay, so uh, this is coming from IGN. I know a lot of people hate them, but this is all I can find. No, okay. yeah, I had to shoot from the hip here, so I found it. I'm going to read it from them, and I have to give them credit because I, was, really, I, really. I, I always give credit to where I pull these sources. According to Kotaku sources, Harrison pointed specifically to COVID-19 and rising costs of game development. But he then points to Microsoft's buying spree and planned acquisition of Bethesda Game Studios later this year as one of the main factors yep. that had made Google decide to close the book on the original game development aspect of Google Stadia, end quote. Yeah, it, it's just, it, it is something where it's, they're looking at the numbers, they're looking at the investment, and they're like, we don't care about this nearly enough to go out there and invest. Because look, if, if Microsoft had to, you know, and who wrote that, by the way? Is it my good friend Adam Baker, who's one of the kindest human beings I've ever met in the entire planet on that IGN article? Uh, I don't know, actually, to be honest with you. Okay. I'm just going to assume it's Adam. Hi, Adam. Uh, so... Yeah, I, when they're taking a look at that, I think it's, it is, it is one of the deciding factors. Cause, you know, I'm going to quote my good friend Sean Capri of saying, like, look, uh, when, when that purchase happened, uh, you know, my, my good friend Sean Capri of the Xbox Drive said, Microsoft initially spent seven billion dollars to gain a legacy in the gaming in industry. 
Uh, and if you're doing, and I think that's a smart thing because yeah. when you take a look at PlayStation, you take a look at Nintendo, you know, companies born in the eighties, nineties, you have that lineage and Microsoft essentially did that when they bought uh, Bethesda, which has that lineage in the nineties. Right. And they have that smart partnership throughout the years with Xbox as well. So, you know, seeing, seeing Microsoft go out there by 7 billion, you're looking at Google, you're, you're, you're looking at Phil Harrison, you're looking at Google going, okay. They just initially bought this thing for seven billion dollars. That now they have a they they have a home here. Where can we actually go? Who can we actually buy to gain that lineage? To gain that lineup? To gain those IP overnight? And when you're taking a look at buying a public company over a private company, like let's just say they're going to look at something like an Ubisoft, like that's way more expensive just because they're a public company and that is not a good look if you're just going in there and taking over companies so like you're taking a look at it through a business perspective you're just like maybe this isn't here for us maybe we don't lack the infrastructure on the ip front to really compete with an xbox or a playstation and so i really do feel like with stadia leaving i i more feeling than not we're going to see a microsoft's going to be the netflix PlayStation's probably going to be the Hulu, right? Yeah. Like both of these services are similar but different in various ways. And I think Netflix is the juggernaut, and Hulu will, is there. You know, yeah. uh, that's what I'm kind of that's what I'm kind of thinking here. I don't I don't think Stadia the the way they've treated their 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 people is the way we feared. And yeah, whoever get, taps Jade Jade Raymond to make anything. Um, you're in for a treat, you know. Yeah, she, she's, uh, she's ultra. She's ultra talented, uh, and obviously we know uh, her lineage, where she came from. We know yeah. that she can run a studio uh, correctly. One question for you, Boom. Though I'm sorry, and it's the last thing I swear. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, is who keeps hiring Phil Harris? That is a good question. I I, I don't sorry, know. Phil. Phil's yeah, no, no. I mean, listen, he has like the worst track record right now. He does. He went Microsoft with their worst console. Yeah, over <laughs> yeah. yeah. three. Awful, awful, awful. Over three. You know, let, let's let's get the big club. Big club. Before I get to your brother, let me thank Elementop in the chat. Hey, dude, it's so cool to see you here, brother. Glad that you are here. But of course, thank you for your generosity. As always, he drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says the only standout in the collection will be part three at 4k 60 i think he's talking about ninja gaiden uh, uh razor's edge uh which yeah i agree with you the xbox version it are still king at 4k 60 locked well yeah then hopefully we can certainly get that and we had a big one come in from uh east texas Alex, now this one is a little special because he does live in Texas, and quite right now, if you don't know, if you haven't been paying uh, attention, Texas and a go good portion of that part of the country has been bombed with incredible, uh, freaky weather, snow. It snowed in Texas for days, um, but. I hope that you find yourself well, East Texas, Alex. I want to thank you for your generosity. You certainly did not need to do that, especially at $10. But thank you very much. He says, good morning, everyone. The sun is finally shining here in Texas. Thank God for that. Uh, at least you won't have any more pipe breaks from the frozen water. Uh, I hope that 
All of this ice leaves and never comes back. Stay safe, everyone. Hit that like button, everyone. Well, thanks, Texas. Definitely appreciate that. It's very kind of you. And uh, and I certainly appreciate the generosity. And hopefully you are safe wherever you are. But BitCloud, this is a big deal. Um, because Stadia, if you remember, and I think mm-hmm. that you did, because I think you actually streamed it, got up on stage and said, we are better than both. They had more teraflips yeah, they than showed, the uh, One and the PlayStation 4 combined. And, you know, obviously, Joe, I think you had said this in one of your uh, Trophy Room episodes, and this is going back a while, that your fear was Google was going to do what Google does. When something doesn't work, they They'd immediately abandon it. And yep. and what you said wind up coming to fruition. How first of all, how bad is this for Google? And uh more importantly, will Phil Harrison ever run anything ever again? <laughs> uh he's he's over what? Two? Over three? Uh, uh, over three? Right over three. Yeah, he's over a lot. So <laughs> Xbox One now studio. Yeah, so he he ate uh, good luck. Good luck to Mr. Harrison. But uh going back to this, uh <laughs> listen. I don't. Th- I don't even think anybody's gonna buy into another future endeavor from Google at this point. How yeah. many people bought into this thinking they were in this for the long term haul and just for them to abruptly just kill it like this? And granted, I already knew it was gonna happen because they said they were no longer making uh, first party content. Yeah, I remember. At the end of the day, when you're selling these consoles, it's a tag team effort, is it not? You need first party, and you need third party. Yes. You know, you need the first party to stand out in your own particular way. Third party, obviously, you need those as well. Now, with uh, Microsoft buying, you know, uh, ZeniMax and all this stuff, it's like uh, <laughs> they knew they, they screwed up. They weren't going anywhere. And now they just yeah. called it quits. I don't even know what to say at this point. I really don't. I mean, do they what? Are they going to... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you going to sell your service to Microsoft? Are you going to do something? I don't know what you're going to do at this point. Because... <laughs> It's like, well, what can you do? What, what can you do at this point? Microsoft, yeah. uh, Microsoft killed you without even their their service hasn't even launched yet, and you're already gone. It's crazy. Yeah, it, 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 crazy. It, 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 it's it's bad, but you know something? It's very typical, and you know you're onto something. You said something that's really interesting, BitCloud. Who is going to ever trust Google to do an endeavor? And 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 I think that this. At, you know, at, at its core, it's bad uh, for it's bad and good, I suppose, for gaming, because at least they're not going to have five or six years of you of your money invested in games. And then the service died. It died rather quickly. Uh, I never I I, 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 I I had a lot of people give me codes to play it. I never right. did. Um, I never was never going to get involved. It's just you know the other thing, thing about it too. It was the pipe dream. Remember the pipe dream they were talking about when they said that they can like render. Basically, they were trying to take a jab at um, Crackdown Three. Do you remember that? It was like yes, the whole, uh, yes, cloud yes, it was, yeah. game, yeah. something like that. Yep. It was basically the pipe dream. They were like, "Yeah, guys, by the way, you know, we expect in this time internet connections to be so good, we can do this." I'm like, uh, Phil, I hate to break it to you, Google Fiber, Verizon Files. Are in set locations. It's not everywhere. <laughs> stop. Yeah. Okay. And stop. Just stop it. You're not going to get there anytime soon. Unless you're you like tripling down. The, the, the data cap narrative. Exactly. It's yeah. like, unless you're tripling down and you're actually pushing Google um, Fiber to be worldwide as it should, I don't want to hear it. You're not, you're not yeah. ever going to touch those speeds. It's not going to happen. So, again, another pipe dream. It's not happening. 
Yeah, well, I mean, again, um, you know, the old, the old saying, good riddance to bad rubbish, right? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, again, I don't know what's going to happen. But, uh, again, I, I think that we – I want to bring this back down to a human level. Um, and, and I kind of just want to talk to Crispy Bomb about this because everyone forgets that at the core – of any company is its human employees, right? We could talk about tech and we could talk about money and we could talk about games, but in real life, it comes down to the people and who I feel bad for crispy, especially, especially now more than ever is that there are people and you, and you heard me read it in the article. There were people that uplifted their lives to move to wherever this thing was to for, for the promise that Google Stadia was going to be here for the long haul. And in one week's time, it went from, we are so proud of the work that you folks were able to do, seven days later, oh, we're closing the studio, have a nice day, here's your severance. I think yeah. at the end of the day, that's the gross part. What, what are your thoughts on this, this whole Google Stadia closure scenario? It's just, it's disheartening and sad. I mean... I think we all remember, at least any of us that saw the the movie, the internship. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And, and googliness. Remember, that? <laughs> it's, you know, I love that film. By the way, and, it's like that movie "Fun with Dick to... and Jane." Yeah, I remember. Like I'm being yeah. indicted, like when they shut down the whole uh, building. <laughs> but you know, and, and I think I almost feel like Google at this point has lost their googliness. Like seriously, <laughs> are you? You know. um, and, and especially for those people that literally like they they moved they they did everything they 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 put they went all in with Google yeah. and said we're going to make this and for them to do it like this like literally like you couldn't some companies will do it the right way let's say look we're shutting down this you're still going to be employed for this period of time get your resume going find a place I mean if you're if you're gonna stop making the games like what does it matter it's it's not like you know like for me being in retail you want that store to make money right up until it's done so you don't want to lose the employees so you'll go and, and shadow drop hey we're closing this store you know what I mean and uh yeah some of you we're gonna keep some of you we're gonna say hey you can go an hour away and some of you are just gonna get laid off and 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 that's unfortunate you know unfortunately how it works in a lot of industries. This is just, you know, it's just horrible. Like, Phil Harrison, I, what is wrong with this guy? Like, do you know how to run a company at this point? Do you know how to run a, a part of a company? Like, I don't understand. And, you know, I, I want to call out that, you know, Xbox, we were at that point. Like, this ZeniMax yeah. deal really, really showed us that they are going all in. And and they're here to stay. And that means a lot to the, the Xbox community. We were like, Okay, now we're playing ball. Now for for mm -hmm. this dude to go and say, "Oh, it, it's their fault." Dude, Google, it, it's it's they're one of the big big 4 or 5 of the of the entire world. Like could have bought them like years prior. Yeah. Double and, the money and with and still would have made that back within that same year. But mm -hmm. but for them to also do this, you also got to look at Luna at the other side that just started. Mm -hmm. And you got to say I bet you they're not going to go anywhere, but they're going to sit there nice and quiet and they're going to do their thing because they also have a huge subscription base in prime. And I'm going to tell you, they're going to probably use that now. And, yep. and I think that's what I they're agree. going to do because they see how stadia didn't work, but they yep. have the servers and, and I believe they've already made it one studio. I mm -hmm. think it's one, right. And 
you know, oh, they're going to quietly, they're going to quiet. They might grab up some of these people, which would be good. That, for that's them. a possibility too, because obviously they're going to have people that were there and help set up the in- infrastructure and may have the, uh, the know-how. So yeah, that's a, that's a, actually a fantastic idea. So I, hope, hoping, I hope that does happen. Yeah. I'm I hoping for developers though. Goes. It's like Amy Hennig all over again. If y'all you notice yeah. it's, like, it's literally Amy Hennig all over again. Yeah, but yeah. it's um, it's definitely one of those things where Xbox is just gonna start steamrolling, and yeah. they, they haven't even released the product yet here. Um, they they've basically re- full released in, in in Asia, and it's just blowing up from what what I understand. Yeah, no, it's it's doing very well in both Korea and in Japan, for that matter. I, and again, I think the, the 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 success of it is because Microsoft is doing things different. Sure. They're offering the console if you want it, but the the the, the ability to uh, push XCloud, the ability to allow someone to get into the uh, into the ecosystem for only fifteen dollars a month. I'm not sure what the what the yen uh, uh, crossover would be there, but it's certainly appealing. And yeah. again, there's there's a reason, folks. And again, this is all of the we we know that Phil went from 2018 to 2020 at least 18 times to both Korea and Japan. He spent a lot of time in that region because he was doing a lot of handshaking deals and trying to make Xbox relevant in two regions that it did not even have an inch of space, right? And how they're doing that is of course through what is big there. Their mobile market in those two regions is insanely big. And if yeah. Microsoft can get in, I mean, again, are they going to take over the universe? No. Is the Switch and, and, and Sony's PlayStation brand still going to be relevant there? Absolutely. But there's a difference this time. Microsoft is not trying to only push a console. They're trying to sell a service. And if they can get people for that $15 or whatever, the, you know, the, the, the crossover in yen and uh, in Korea uh, right. funds is it is going to go a long way for them and they're going to get people playing in their service that they never had before it's a, it's a big deal and and like i guess this this google thing i think for me as someone who covers the industry in a in, in a podcasting way i don't feel bad for google that this happened i feel bad for the people that are affected by this that literally they they, they said in the article were up moved uh, upheaved and move their families to yeah. this new location on a promise that wind up being a lie, and and I think that is the real sad part. Dreadpool, listen, you you know you you you've been on the show, and as as someone who has seen this kind of behavior from big companies before, I want you to, to talk about this from the little man's perspective. How bad is this now for those families that are, are going to be displaced because of this closure? Oh, it's always bad. I mean, you you got to remember you you spent how much money to travel there on a, on on a faith, right? Yes. Um, now now you're probably looking back at how do I how do I stay where I'm at, and how do or how do I go back to where I was? Can I get my old job back? Okay, so there there's there's a lot of it that that there's a little bit more behind the scenes stuff that we also are not thinking of okay google also said to their employees that they're going to look for positions within google for them yeah okay so it's mainly it's the contractors well most contractors not lifting up and going somewhere to be a contractor unless they're going to do that as a normal thing right so they're they're going from company to company anyway 
Now, the other thing is um, studios have also posted on Twitter, hey, come check us out. We have openings, all right? So, yet again, and Microsoft was one of them because I retweeted it from one of the Microsoft uh, PR guys uh, that they have openings. So, it's not as doom and gloom for those go-getters, okay? Those other mm-hmm. ones that want to sit there and, and, and sit back and kind of like, eh, well, you know, this sucks. Yeah, life sucks. But guess what? We get back on that horse and we ride off into the sunset. You know, we don't let it sit there and, and walk away from us while we can still get up and grab those reins and get back on that horse. Okay, so there's some of it. Here's here's the other thing that we're, we're not also thinking about. Why did Google get rid of them? It wasn't just because... One week everything was fine. The next week everything wasn't. Okay, yeah. Google is also doubling down on the smart home section. Yep. Yes. Okay? Yeah. So when they're doubling down there, so where's the money that they need? Right. What happened with Mixer? Right. Microsoft was trying to do that with Mixer, and they said, "Look, if we're going to double down, this money is not getting us what we want. It's not to the point where we're actually getting returns that that seems profitable or even workable." Let's let you know we're limping along here. Let's get that money and focus it somewhere else. So this is just another. It was just another nail in the coffin. Okay. So when Phil said, "Hey, you guys are doing great," as far as he know, they probably were doing great. At the same time, you can't tell everybody, "Hey, by the way, next week uh, I'm gonna have to come back and let you guys know that you don't have a job." Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. Try to, I mean, their main game that. they as, were. Well, I'm sorry, yeah, but I yeah, mean, good job. A, yeah, but as a leader, you can't. You can't let people down like that until it's the last moment, okay? When you have to, you, you have to kill your workforce by fifty percent. You don't tell everybody that, hey, my bosses are saying we're going to go in a different direction, and I can only keep fifty of you. You don't say that. They and they don't do that from week to week, right? It's months. Okay, how's the productivity look here? How's the product? Okay. Run those numbers again now that it's a month later. How's this productivity look so we know who who to keep, you know? Run those numbers again the following month, right? It could it could have been a six month process. Right? It's been and I think you're onto something with that. I mean, it certainly wasn't a one month situation. They've been they've been playing the numbers and analyzing this for a while now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. Right. So so a lot of the tech, you know, and they even said, hey, you know, our tech is out there for you to use. So if you if anybody wants, you know, so they're still trying to make money off the tech. They're trying to lease that tech out to some to other people. Yeah. Okay. So they're not looking at it as a total loss. They're just like, look. Let's cut the losses where we're losing money. Let's cut the bleeding. Let's let's amputate this this bad hand that's got gangrene on it, and let's move on. Let's, let's yeah. you know save the life, save the rest of the arm. We can do something with this. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of always been their um their problem Sorry. though. Even, but that, that's kind of always been their problem, right? Like they they fail to realize that sometimes you got to spend money to make, make money. money, right? Yeah, there, indeed, know? and that's, that's the issue. Microsoft has taught us this year and yeah. or, or this this you know past few years, and honestly, again, like if I'm Microsoft. I'm in a good position because I not only have my own service, but now I am powering my competition. Like, you know, a lot of people, 
you know, I don't think you're going to want to start shitting on PlayStation now in the future when it gets that revamp because... Oh, it's getting that revamp. We know what's happening. And it needs it yeah, so bad. Like, dudes need to wake yeah, up from it that. It, it's it going to happen. happen. It's run by, by at, at the Azure cloud. It's run by yep. this. It's going to be the same technology as Game Pass. Yep. So that's the one thing that, like, if I'm Microsoft, I am, I'm rubbing my hands in glee, man, because now I have my own service and my competition... Is using my my parents' technology, yep. so it's like Google. Google's plan is like, oh, we're going to like talk to Ubisoft see if they want to use this, or we'll talk to EA see if they want to use this. And what Microsoft is effectively doing is they're they're trying to become so big that Ubisoft has to join Game Pass, EA has to join Game Pass, Activision has to join Game Pass, and you know if I'm Google like. What's the incentive? The only person that I could see, honest to God, doing this and maybe having some type of success with it is probably Nintendo. Uh, Google and yeah. Nintendo have a yeah. bit of a Was it, um, Microsoft supposed to be helping Nintendo with direct Supposedly they're team? working together, yeah, they so you never yeah, know. They could, they, they, yeah. yeah, they they actually could so, use yeah. Azure yeah. servers as well. On, on and and again, maybe Microsoft is helping them behind the scenes build. A proper online infrastructure, and that's why I think we're seeing Microsoft. Look, the the, the talk in the room for for a very long time is they want to get Game Pass on Switch, and th what the, that's why you saw a lot of the partnerships between games like Ori and games like Cuphead on on the Switch. That's why you see like right. Banjo and Kazooie on in Smash. They really want to gain that partnership and that relationship with Nintendo and have a, a serious bond with them. Um, Nintendo has been using cloud services in Japan for quite a bit of time, but now you're starting to see them actually kind of do it with games like Hitman, games like Control on the, on that streaming service. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if 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 the if if they're trying to build that that ecosystem with them, and and the bridge is Minecraft, um, we can talk a little bit about Minecraft is a, a insanely huge on Switch. It's a monster on that on that console. Um, if if you're seeing that connection of like Xbox Live is now integrated in the Switch in terms of games like Minecraft, you're going to hopefully see that that partnership continue. But if I'm Google. And I need to make money on this service somehow. How do you offer? Uh, you know, uh, how how do, you, how do you do it? Do you give them a deal they can't say no to? How, how does that work? I know they do, they've worked together in the past when it comes to like some of the mobile stuff and some of their online games. But that's really that's really my my question is where and who does Google? team up with and if i'm xbox now i have a foothold in this industry that will last forever yeah. and uh, that's that's good news for everybody yeah yeah yep. absolutely well listen yeah. this has been a, a a great topic dreadpool anything else you want to close out the topic with well that's what i was going to say was uh, you know when you play the long game versus the short game this is what happens you know yep. what i, mean? yep. I so, yeah and, and they they promised a lot and they they didn't look too far into the future with everything that they promised. They overpromised and underdelivered. I mean, we're supposed to have certain things with Ubisoft games, and um, you know where you're playing uh, Breakpoint, and you can actually see in the corner of your screen your other teammates and see what's going on, what what what's going on with them. Uh, so that way you can better assess what 
where your priorities are with helping out your teammate and where you're at. You know what I mean? So there's, there are certain features that they were promoting that wasn't there yet. I mean, even the integration between Stadia and Google to stream on YouTube wasn't 100% clear. Wasn't I mean, I tried it. Um, I, I haven't had issues with Stadia other than trying to stream it on my 12-year-old PC and then kind of stream it back to the cloud. Or, or, you know, to YouTube and all that. And that's when I learned, oh, well, you can go directly to it. None of that stuff made sense. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. it, it didn't work. And then that's part of the problem is they've always lacked communication. And where, where are the other companies when it comes to this? There are mixed results when it comes to communication to gamers on what they want. You know, yeah. so that's that's where we're at with this. You know, they they may have just decided that, like I said before, this is not the direction we're going because it's not as easy of an uphill climb as we thought it would be. I mean, don't forget, Microsoft was never in the game business before until they did Xbox, right? They were just, you know, you're able to play games on Windows, but it wasn't yeah. a game service. Sony, same thing. You know, they got pissed off at Nintendo because Nintendo backed away from their deal, and they said, well, all right, fine, we'll show you up, right? So mm -hmm. it takes a while to to earn that trust from your your gamers that are supporting you so yeah. it takes a while to build all that up and apparently they didn't look at it that way they thought that they would be able to get in because we're in the in the right spot and they could have if they would have stayed with it they could have but yet again they weren't doing everything that was necessary i agree completely yeah yeah, the way they wow. hyped up Mortal Kombat, you would think Mortal Kombat was like lockdown exclusive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that the way they just put yeah. all this well, first. I mean, yeah. again, it's <laughs> it's it's bad marketing. It's bad all around. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully the people that are affected aren't aren't too too affected because that's who I care about the most. But uh, I do want to move on to the last topic of the day, and this one's a good one. But before I do that, I have to catch up on some of these very generous super chats. First of all, James one seven six, welcome back, James. Hopefully you are well. He drops. An outstanding two dollars who then says, "Wow, Microsoft made me close my studios." Wow, <laughs> <laughs> pretty ridiculous. Chris Hughes Senior says, uh, uh, "After dropping a five dollars Xbox Game Pass on Stadia, <laughs> that would have been funny." Oh, real quick, uh, General Spartan twenty seven in the chat. Uh, FYI, folks, apparently uh, PlayStation 5s are available right now on the Best Buy website. Thanks for that information, General Spartan. Uh, yeah, so if you're looking for a PlayStation 5, definitely head over to Best Buy and hopefully you can snag one. Uh, John Mitchell in the chat drops an incredible, very generous $10 super chat and says, Microsoft Direct Competitor is Apple. Everyone else is up in the rear. Great chat, Boom. Well, thanks for being here, brother. And yeah, I agree. I think Apple has some plans that ha they have not revealed as of yet. <clears throat> Sick Slayer in the chat drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, in my opinion, this isn't on Phil Harrison. It's more likely whoever he answers to uh, blinked and gave up. Remember, Phil Spencer had to explain his plan to Satya Nadala. And you're absolutely correct in that. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and also, one more thing, too, to mention. Like, so a lot of people think it's like Microsoft v. Apple. It's Microsoft versus Google. And the one thing that I think if we want to take an even deeper look into this is Google fights with Microsoft on every single front that they have. Yes. Um, you know, yep. Microsoft has 
downloaded. Google has uh, Drive, right? Like Xbox, or sorry, uh, Microsoft has Windows. Google has uh, the Chrome or the, the Chrome OS, right? Um, they also it, have uh, Windows Chromium. So there's your back and forth. And so there's a constant back and forth between these two companies. And I think what the, the thing that Microsoft wants, and I think the thing that they didn't do, and the thing they learned with the phones when that failed for them, was if if we're going to do this, we need to do this immediately. We need to we need to to show our dominance immediately to Google and and and, and really show them that the, we're the force to be reckoned with, that they can't just move in on our turf for the most part. And I think yeah. this really does signal that like we will buy our way to, to victory with you, Google. You're not going to get a foothold here like you have in other places. Um, and I think exactly, that's really, really so In reality, that's, that is exactly what happened. Uh, but le- the last Super Chat comes in from a very generous friend of the show. Pixel Bit G drops a very generous $2 Super Chat. And that actually is a great point. Microsoft also has the Orion service from Bethesda to mm-hmm. add to xCloud and yes that's also a big big deal but listen i'm going to pause the screen that you see here and i want to bring up a game that i am very excited for folks uh first of all one of the things that made sony's playstation 4 and and we're starting to see this with the playstation 5 is uh second party deals second party mm-hmm. deals are ultra important for the uh you know as 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 first party fans we we of course you know we want perfect dark and of course we want um you know fable and the next halo and the next gears and the and whatever else obsidian is working on right we want all of that but it's the second party deals that hold the fans um who are waiting for these big triple a bombs uh, in, in, in a way that we've seen to great success on Sony's platform. Well, right in front of you right now is the preview trailer for Second Extinction. This is the actual gameplay trailer, and that is coming out this year. Now, Second Extinction, if you don't know what we are talking about, is basically, I mean, again, if you want to really just you know make this as simple, basic as possible, it is Left for Dead with Dinosaurs. It is a yep. four-player co-op game made by a by a new studio that I have, you know, again, I personally never heard of them, but doesn't mean that they're not good. And it, look, the game is already looking incredible. Obviously, I think it's going to gain mass appeal with the Xbox players because, of course, Xbox is a console and a platform known for its multiplayer first. Now, the developer's name... Is, is systemic reaction. And this new trailer was just launched. Now, look, uh, I'm a huge Left 4 Dead fan, but as BitCloud could admit, we are huge Dino Crisis fans. Yes, sir. And obviously there is a Dino Crisis-esque game coming out. But see, this looks to potentially scratch the itch of both waiting for the new Dino Crisis, which is eventually going to come out, and, of course, waiting for Left 4 Dead, which will never come out. Thankfully, we're getting Back for Blood later this year by, of course, the team that brought us Left 4 Dead. And, Bitcloud, I'll start with you first. Again, second-party games 
for Nintendo do very well. Second party games for PlayStation have done incredibly well. And we're now starting to see some of these second party deals come to Xbox. And I think that even though this may not be a AAA quote unquote bomb, I think that this game has the potential to to grab a lot of people's attentions for several reasons. One, it's dinosaurs, which is always cool. Two, it's co-op based, but it can be played single player and actually has a story. And three, it's an exclusive for the Xbox. And more importantly, it's going right into Game Pass day and date. What are your thoughts on Second Extinction? Yeah, uh, I don't know why people sleep on uh, second you know, party developers. I mean, look at Rocket League. It's one of the biggest games that we've gotten from last gen. And it started off as a free-to-play game for PS Plus. Yeah. Yep, it sure so, did. <laughs> this right here, again, it's good for Microsoft. This can lead to even more. Again, so first of all, I'm just happy that dinosaurs, I, I don't know about y'all, but I'm happy that dinosaurs are getting that proper uh, Me too. respect again. <laughs> it's been too long. Like Everybody makes these crazy sci-fi games where it's just like a bunch of like mutants, in a sense, right? Like to try to freak you out. I'm like, you do realize that you have the easiest escape for this. All you got to do is just make a dino, like a dinosaur game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's cool though. It's cool. It looks good. Um, I am interested to see how it does when it eventually drops um for the platform. You know, how many um like how many uh like how, how much is there like to it, I guess you can say. Like, you know, is it like yeah. horde mode? Like is it like bigger enemies as you get through different levels, you know, that type of stuff. And when we eventually get to um extinction for uh you know with the the dino crash successor that's gonna be another thing it's like how long will it be until capcom looks at that and go okay you know what uh about that dino crisis uh you know game yeah we're, we're gonna do that next year so that's where i'm at on it yeah no i and i agree and i i think it, it, you'll see later on in the video they break it down where you uh your goals are to take down certain dinosaurs and areas to reclaim it for yeah. the colony, which is pretty interesting. And as you can see, on top of a Triceratops, on top of a Tyrannosaurus, you're getting attacked by freaking raptors. So it's it, it already does a good job um of not like you, you know how like a lot of people will probably compare this to like what's that game called Turok? It, yeah, it, it Turok doesn't look yeah. nothing like Turok. Yeah, <laughs> no, it looks and, nothing like Turok, which is good. They done a good job so far uh differentiating it. So. And 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 what I, what's interesting is if you saw the uh, the the uh, see like I said you see you 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 can call down strikes from space which is what yeah. they did which was kind of dope so they each have their own special techniques you have these weapon drop uh, hubs that drop down that gives you additional weapons uh, they each are going to have a, a super so to speak uh, Joe let me go to you next on this this yeah. this is a game and again I, look I. This is all we got, folks. We got the trailer. We originally saw this in the May event. People poo-pooed it then. They're like, yeah, I don't know what this is going to be. But now that we have actual gameplay, this looks like I could lose myself for hours in this game with friends. I think this is going to be a big deal for Xbox. I think I can I personally cannot wait to play this. And again, I know that we have to, you know, you have to talk about Game Pass because it is going to be day and date in there. And I think that when you have that on a new IP that's going to be going up against a back for blood, uh, it is pretty interesting that they're going to have a game of this magnitude in there, which is going to appeal to the multiplayer uh folks on xbox what are your thoughts on this is this a big deal for xbox and should people be excited um 
so do we have? I know this game is out on PC, if I'm not mistaken, at the moment. I, I, be, I believe the beta is currently the beta available is on, on PC. Do we do we have a release date for for Xbox yet? At the end of this trailer. You know what? I actually, I think it's October, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah, this game looks cool as shit, dude. (laughs) Imagine imagine like Naughty Dog or just a a really crazy AAA devs took the premise of Jurassic Park, you know, the first movie, and redid that just horror. Dude, this looks cool as all hell. (laughs) Yeah, so um, for me, it depends on when this game releases when this game comes out for realsies i feel like if it comes out before back for blood that's you probably in the best position um because back for blood has has the devs from left for dead right <laughs> uh, a title that man made 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 such a cult following and i hate to say cult following like the game wasn't huge the game was huge just valve never wanted to green light uh, a sequel to it for some reason never saw the light of day uh so seeing them go back to the roots seeing the alpha uh in in december after the game awards and seeing how many positive reactions and how oh, dude, it was crazy yeah if, if this is the alpha what the what the hell is the real game gonna feel like uh come june so like this game definitely has an opportunity to to hit the market uh in a really really powerful way because i feel like a lot more people want a co-op experience from multiplayer and not just the shoot shoot bang bang of like a Fortnite or an apex so to me it really just depends on when they come out when this beta lands on xbox or whatever have you because honestly this is cool but if this game comes out in October of this year, it, uh, October thirteenth, <laughs> yeah, then you're you're going to see an issue here because I'm going to be playing Battlefield and Halo, and that's the real that's that's the real issue here. So, like, you know, for me, it looks cool. I hope it does well because it looks awesome, and this is definitely a game going to be playing uh, with Luke Lore and probably carrying him in this one as well because he sucks. <laughs> I'll say this options are always good. And the one thing I love about games like this left for dead back for blood is it's a game that you don't have to necessarily spend six hours playing or you can, you can just jump in, play a match or two with your buddy, right. you know what I'm saying? And jump out and go mm-hmm. back to something else. I, I so think that is games like that, ironically, boom, don't even need story yeah. modes. You know, it just yes. it yeah. speaks for itself. The carnage speaks for itself. It's like, yeah. it's about. there's something about when, when you're games like this, when you're shooting a gun and it practically has no recoil, like <laughs> with the pistol, like you're just going pop, 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 like. There's something about the animations here that is, that's really we, cool. We all got to play that game, by the way. We all got to stream oh, this. We all got to get um. We got to get on uh left um yeah back for blood. We all got to get so on. So dude, back for blood. Yeah, hopefully we cross because I want my trophies. But yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I will be going Xbox with it. But so clarification, yeah. it is coming to Xbox Spring 2021. Oh, then and it's already a released. In October thirteenth of twenty twenty on Steam. Ooh. Just for clarification. So maybe okay. Daddy doesn't need to even wait. Daddy could play yeah, this game. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Yeah, right okay. So thank, thank you for the clarification. For some it's, reason, I, I thought it was X. Uh, that I, I thought that that was the release date. Uh, mm-hmm. but that's good. So so spring, which is in a, a month or so, we could get this much sooner than later, which is dope. And you see, again, this is one of the missions. You have to go in and scan the caves, and then while it's scanning. 
you have to protect the the the, the scanner and and shoot off the again this this looks a lot of fun now i want to go to the multiplayer man of the panel of course crispy bomb that is you and uh, before i do pixel bit g drops an additional outstanding two dollars super chat and says no microsoft lost the browser war and had to adopt chrome yeah i don't use microsoft's uh, search engine at all i use chrome. it's so bad it is it's, so it's awful but crispy bomb you live and die by the multiplayer and we know that you have an, obviously an affection for gears of war this looks like a game that is going to be right up your alley. Are you interested in Second Extinction, one of the first second-party uh, exclusives for Xbox in 2021? Let's go kill some dinos, baby! Woo! Uh, yeah, <laughs> this this, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, one thing about multiplayer games: if the controls aren't tight, if the the movement doesn't feel right, especially with the you know what you're facing, uh, you know. Uh, animals that you know clearly have adapted and are also very fast and come at you from all different directions <coughs> if you don't feel like you are kind of a god in this uh, mm -hmm. kind of reminds me it, it, it almost the gameplay feels so fast and so fluid it reminds me of like doom eternal you know what I mean? yeah because you are constantly getting pummeled by things and you have to really be on your game this looks super fun. I, I can't wait to play it. Uh, glad it's going to be on Game Pass. That makes makes my wallet very happy. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm definitely looking forward because I know there's going to be a lot of people on my friends list that are going to jump into this game. I think it's going to take take a lot of uh, people that have been you know kind of bored with Destiny and stuff like that, and they're going to at least try this because it's first person. And like I said, the this gameplay looks really tight and, and fluid and also very fast-paced, which a lot of people love. So I, I really think this is going to be a multiplayer sleeper game that a lot yeah. of people are going to jump into and kind of waste, uh, waste a lot of time trying to, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more said about it, probably some upgrades, things like that, DLC yeah. comes out eventually. People are going to jump back in, jump out. And it's just it's gonna be one of those games that probably lasts a, a decent amount of time. Yeah, because honestly, like as much as I used to love Call of Duty Zombies, I can't whiff it anymore. Like it's just too, I guess like complex maybe is the word I'll use. But like it's just way too much now. Like I like a good like this seems like simple, stupid, turn my brain off, shoot, yes, shoot something. I love that. Some yeah, it's okay to have you know? that. Yeah, and like, 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 it feels like there's just there's just enough depth. That's why I love games like Killing Floor, right? Killing Floor, I've I've uh, sunk hundreds of hours too. into. It's yeah. so good, and so like, yeah, have, having it where it's depth enough and it's not like over, over like burdened with systems. That's. Well, you That's see, awesome. like the, the pieces just man, he just dropped a grenade, yeah. and not only did it blow up the pieces, it blew up the actual raptor legs and, and tails flying all over the place. Yeah. This looks really I, good. I need a I need a vicious, well done Dino Crash where they're showing, the rifle. Where they're showing <laughs> yeah, the uh, raptors rip you to pieces. Like I remember oh that scene God, when yeah. you first get to the um, the station and you find that body that's been eviscerated. Boom. Yes, I certainly do. I we we, we need an HD remake, even if it's a lazy port. I will play that game. Yeah, dude, Damn. exactly, bro. Just, mm -hmm. I'll take that as in preparation <laughs> of just the, the full fledged, you know, remake. I'll do it. Like, it's, yeah, me too. I, I think the uh, world needs a Dino Crisis, and I think that uh, this this game is going to bring. I, 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 like you said, Crispy, I think this is going to surprise a lot of people. I think this is going to become 
uh, a, a cult classic. I mean, I'm already excited, and this is just an extended trailer, which was about 16 minutes. Dead, uh, Dreadpool, let, let's get your opinion on this. Dinosaurs are back, baby. That's yeah, they're back say. in a big way, and it's about <laughs> freaking time. Uh, you're, you're a big multiplayer guy, and obviously you, you, love, you, know, you prefer Xbox first. Uh, this is a game that has Xbox written all over it for its multiplayer. It seems like mindless fun that's fast. And, and, and packed with action, you're going to be running around the whole time. I love what we're seeing. What are your thoughts on uh, on what, what this team is bringing in what uh, essentially is a Left for Dead with dinosaurs? Well, when they first showed it to us earlier last year, I, I was like, nah, not for me, not at all. Uh, but seeing the gameplay, uh, I'm still, if it was just me, it'd be no. It would be def definitely not a even bother, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be fun, you know what I mean? And and with friends, I would have a lot of fun with this, you know. So when it comes out the game preview in spring, I'm gonna definitely try it out and see how it goes. Uh, I want Dino Crisis, but you know something like this could be a little bit more. It is fast paced, but I think that's partially what the the appeal of this is right you know yes. you want something a little bit more fast paced if you had something like Jurassic Park i think there would be a little bit more exploratory uh missions than just a straight shoot 'em up so uh it is what it is i mean i'm still going to have to try it out before i give my final verdict if this game is for me or not but i don't think it will be so, okay, I, I mean, know. listen again. I, I say this all the time, and I and I mean it. Not every game is for every gamer. I'm gonna, I, me personally, for, again, just my my gaming taste. This seems like a game I could enjoy solo with bots as as your teammates, <laughs> or, or or playing multiplayer, which of course would be the ultimate way to play it. You know, what I'm saying and that that's like division uh, or division two. It, yeah. It's a great, great for me. I, I have a great time just you know running around the map and doing my thing. But it's when I get with my brother and our team that we really start having fun. And I think that this is this is one of those games. I, I just I'm I'm excited for Xbox fans who have been waiting for uh, something that has multiplayer in it. Uh, that is also again one of those smaller. Um, uh, you know, second party exclusives that give you a reason to use your new hardware. And, and it's hardly, it, 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 it's, I don't think it's hard to suggest, Joe, that this could potentially run at 120 frames per second. Oh, absolutely. On the yeah. X, which would be incredible, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, and I think a game like this could. Could could absolutely do that. That would be really awesome. Again, I'm really excited. I I want more of these games out here because I'm tired of getting you know carrying the team of Fortnite with the 12 kills every game. Right? <laughs> I'm tired of carrying the team in Call of Duty getting getting game after game of, of game of the place. I'm tired of just carrying Luke Gore on my back all the time. Apex yesterday, I had to I literally had to kill a whole team. I had to revive my whole team. And then I had to kill another whole team just so that we could lose. And who loses it for us? Luke Lore. Wow. Well, <laughs> uh, are, are we happy that Luke Lore is or is not part of the Halo team? Uh, we're probably happy. We're probably happy. We love you. But listen, folks, this has been a great two hours. Uh, I can't believe two hours went like that. Um, this was a lot of fun. We got to all four topics. I'm very, very happy about that. 
Uh, we talked Ninja Gaiden. We talked Second Extinction. Of course, we opened up with the Nintendo Direct on what was uh, wasn't there as opposed to what was, and that we were all disappointed. And of course, then we talked uh, about Stadia. And I want to thank uh, everyone that came out. We had over 300 people here for today's Breakfast with Boom. Uh, I first want to thank the moderators, of course, Lethal Papa, walking silently and carrying a very big band stick that he know that he's known for. Uh, it's his hard work that goes uh, a, a, lot, a lot of times unnoticed, not by me, but by, you know, how people that, you know, tune in. Uh, he keeps the knuckleheads out, and we've been keeping them out, and he's been doing a real good job at that. So thank you, Lethal. Of course, I want to thank all the Super Chats, and it was quite a bit of them. Uh, thank you for the generosity. It is honestly and truly greatly appreciated. And, of course, I couldn't do this without my outstanding panel who's here each and every Friday. And we're going to start with the outros. And, Joe, we'll start with you first. What do you got going on with the trophy room? When is Greg Miller from Kind of Funny Games going to make his appearance? Soon, soon. March is going to, I have a feeling March and April are going to be some big months for very many reasons for the Trophy Room. Nice. But until then, you can find the latest show over on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. You can find the podcast wherever you find your podcast, the Trophy Room, PlayStation Podcast Room. Me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation each and every Thursday on Google Play, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get a podcast service. Uh, you can find us there. And uh, next week, uh, we're good. We're going to start the YouTube stuff. Nice. We're going to have some more YouTube videos. So we got nice. some things, exci exciting plans are at play here. It's going to be fantastic weekly content each and every Monday. Who knows? Or Tuesday, whatever. I feel like it, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, uh, it's, uh, I mean, look, uh, we're, we're looking forward to what you're doing on that channel. You're doing some great things with the trophy room and we definitely appreciate you being a part of today's show. Thank you so much, Joe. BitCloud, my brother, you have a show this afternoon. What are you going to be talking about and where can people reach out to you on social media? Ah, man. Good show, man. As always. Good talk to everybody. Happy birthday mm -hmm. again to Mr. Dreadpool, as always. Oh, yeah. And um, you guys find me at BitCloud Gaming, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, it's funny. We actually streamed the most cringiest movie of all time on Twitch. It was hilarious as hell. Uh, <laughs> so we literally sat there. But uh, we're, we're back on the channel 5 p.m. or actually 5.30 for the RGD podcast. And, uh, yeah, can't wait. Well, thanks for being here, brother. Definitely appreciate it. And everyone, uh, I, I'm hearing from several people in the chat that WandaVision's uh, Episode 7 is Bonkers Bananas. Yes, sir. And uh, yes. I cannot wait to watch that with Mrs. Boom while we're having dinner tonight. And also, don't forget about that ridiculous Mortal Kombat trailer. Holy oh, can shit. We, can we talk about that for five seconds? Yes, uh, we I have been wait I've been waiting for um, Mortal Kombat to be done so right like this. For this so looks long. so good. Yeah. This looks Absolutely. incredible. Even giving you the backstory for Hanzo Asachi. Yes, who is awesome. Scorpion. That was such an added twist that they didn't need to do, but I'm so grateful that they did that. The only thing that they did, they changed the origin for is uh Jax. Yeah, I remember his arms. Yeah, that was dude, Ermac did who did that. How his yeah. arms get ripped. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> it was Ermac so who did cool. that, not um, not sub zero. But other than that, it was it was incredible. 
Yeah, and, and it, it looks like fun, like cheesy Sasha nineties, like yeah. Action. That's it's not going to take itself. No, it's not going to. It's not going to get I'll an Academy it. Award, Joe. But exactly. the reality yeah. is, is that it could ve- it could uh, potentially be one of the better video game films in many many years. But more inco- more importantly, they celebrate what Mortal Kombat is, and yeah. every character that you know and love is probably in this movie. This is this is probably the best cast, uh, like casting for the characters Absolute I have seen in a that. long time. They look fantastic, all of them. Even the costumes for um, Scorpion and Sub Zero, I was like, "Yo, that is that's like Deadly Alliance type of looks they went for here." It's like, okay, yes. I like this. This is this is really good. Yeah, hey, hey, listen, folks, uh, go 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 on YouTube, check out the trailer. Uh, it's launching, I believe, in uh, in April. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm not mistaken, on HBO Max, folks, all of their—I mean, listen—we have HBO Max. We're getting King Kong vs. Godzilla. We're getting Suicide Squad. We're getting, uh, of Justice course, Mortal League, Kombat. Oh, yes, the Snyder Cut is soon. I cannot wait. Listen, great time to be a nerd. If you like all this <laughs> stuff like we do, you're gonna love it. Crispy Bomb. Why don't you tell everyone about what other shows you're on, what you got going on, and more importantly, where can people strike up? A conversation on social media. Oh, gentlemen, it is always a pleasure. Chat, you were fired today as usual. And yeah, it's at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. You can find me on Retro Renegades, 7 p.m. Tuesday night. The next podcast, 8 p.m. Thursdays. And of course, I'll be back here on Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Fridays. Well, thank you for being here, brother, and uh, look forward to hearing what you have to say next week. I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about. And last, in no way least, the birthday boy of the day, Dreadpool. Tell everyone where they could reach out to you and obviously say happy birthday, which everyone should. But more importantly, talk about breaking bread with Dread and what you got going on with that. Oh, okay, thank you. Well, first and foremost, thank you all for showing up. Thank you all for... Uh hanging out while I try to figure out my attributes on which which pieces I should level up first, you know, if it should be weapons or, <laughs> or you know, whatever else, you know, Twitter, Twitter trolling. I don't know. I might leave that one out. <laughs> but anyway, you can find me at Dreadpool on Twitter. It's uh, O's instead of zeros, YouTube Gamertag, and I am still on Stadia, even though, rest in peace, it is shutting down soon. <laughs> brave. That's what I was going You was brave. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting on that one. Uh, so, Breaking Bread with Dread on um, anchor.fm slash Dreadpool, all letters, all caps, uh, every week. Uh, Gaming Beyond the Box, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Breakfast with Poom, right here at 10 a.m., I was going to take the day off, but I decided I'd share my birthday with you all. So, well, we definitely aw, appreciate it. Definitely. Lo- love your Thanks, opinions man. and obviously love with the energy you bring to the show. Thank you so much. And everyone, I want to wish and everyone I, a fantastic I, weekend. I still got more. I still got oh, more. please keep going Sorry. there, brother. <laughs> and four guys with quarters interviews with Italian wow, clowns. We man. just did Chance Glasgow. I don't know if you guys know who that is. That is one of the founders of Infinity Ward. A.K.A. Oh, Call of really? Wow. Yeah, so we just cool. did his interview on Dude, Wednesday. that's a big, big so, interview, yeah. bro. And, Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. That's all clowns. I mean, that's that's all on him. He's the one that, uh, you know, sets all this stuff up. i just been lucky enough to, to be there and hang out and be able to do some. That must have been a really good interview, though. Oh, it was time. great. I didn't have to do as much because uh, he just kept on talking. He, he This guy's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing person uh, there's we need more people like him to be honest um so and then hopefully i will get a chance to meet up with him in person and do a breaking um 
a breaking bread with dread with him oh so dude that would be really that's, cool yeah that's gonna be really cool because i don't know how that's gonna go but yeah but again thank you all my dms are always open so anybody wants to talk vent whatever i'll listen i may not know what to say but at least i'm here for you yeah, that's that's kind of your brother. And obviously, sometimes you just need to, people just need an open ear or shoulder to uh, mm. to talk on. And uh, yeah, all of our DMs are open. We're always looking to interact with the community. So if you have questions, comments, opinions, or you just want to strike up a conversation, DM us, and we will probably get back to you. I know that I try to answer all of them, even the ones that I don't know. I try to at least get back to. Uh, last super chat of the day, Gamer by Choice. Drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, great show as always, panel. Thank you so much, Gamer by Choice. Definitely appreciate you being here, but of course, the generosity. And of course, I just want to wish everyone a very uh, warm, safe, and healthy weekend. Obviously, COVID still a thing. Please wear your mask. Wash your hands. Wear gloves. Don't take chances. And I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day, it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dear old dad taught us when we were kids. And I think now, more than ever, it's ultra important. Treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom. 